SyracuseFantasy.com podcast from Studio A at Syracuse Technologies, located in Syracuse, New York. Your hosts, Jeff Brinson and Sam Pierce. Gentlemen. Thank you, Liza. And welcome, everyone, to Season 2, Episode 2 of the QSFantasy.com podcast. We are recording from our Syracuse Technology Studio on Tuesday, September 13th, 2016. So we're only 48 hours removed from the Giants-Cowboys season opener, and that was certainly another great chapter in this long and historic rivalry. Here at Cuse Fantasy, we have a lot of Giants fans that listen to the show, as well as a lot of Giants haters, and we have Cowboys fans and, <laughs> and Cowboys haters as well. Yeah. So, uh, so we're excited to spend some extra time this week discussing Giants Cowboys, and to properly do that, we needed to bring in a special guest this week. So, welcome, Rick York. Welcome, Rick. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Glad to be here. Rick, you are a lifelong Cowboys fan, a fan of the sh- and a fan of uh, the show. So you're obviously the perfect guest. So thanks for being here. You ready? No problem. I'm ready. Very good. Um, and we also want to thank Rick for being here a week later than we'd anticipated. Yeah, we- yeah, just one one week late. We had uh, hoped to do this prior to the game coming up on Sunday, but uh, Sam's wife went and uh, jumped the gun and uh, had a baby. So we want to congratulate Sam on and his wife on a uh, beautiful little baby girl. My my record uh, with the podcast and uh, appearances, Brett Favre, I am not because uh, I once missed traveling yeah, for, yeah, for yeah. work last last year and now uh, had a, my wife uh, decided to have a baby or the baby decided to come uh, on the day of the podcast last week so oh, uh, that's good luck maybe that's Giants good luck yeah so uh, a new Giants fan is welcomed into the mix a new Giants fan <laughs> she's got the onesies and everything so um, perfect but uh, but anyway let's uh, let's get into this right away because uh, we got that that awesome well depending on your perspective awesome game on uh, on Sunday but Rick, you are a lifelong Cowboys fan, and we have to, you know, Jeff and I are Giants fans. We have to ask you, how does a native upstate New Yorker become a Dallas Cowboys Texas, fan? Texas, of all places. <laughs> of all places, Rick. <laughs> I blame my father. Oh, right? okay. uh, my father is not a football guy. Uh, he was big into college basketball. Uh, he watched hockey, a lot of NHL. Uh, NHL never really connected with me. It was okay. I liked watching college basketball. That was fun. Um, my uncle, who was about seven years older than me, so he's kind of the closer in age, but not too old to be, you know, like an old adult uncle. <laughs> um, huge Cowboys fan, has been since he was growing up. Uh, he was born, I think, mid-70s, so that's about the right time for that, too. Sure. Um, sure, yeah. So contrary to a lot of people's beliefs, I did not grow up being a Cowboys fan in the 90s. You know, I was born in 82, so it looks like, you know, oh, he's 10, 11, 12 years old when they started winning Super Bowls, bandwagoner. It's not true. It was forced, um, it was forced I, upon you. I gravitated. My uncle would watch all the games. I'd go over there and watch with him a lot of times. I just naturally gravitated to that team. Okay. That's kind of all I had exposure to. Okay. Well, <laughs> really, that's where I was the most. Um, I do have pictures of myself in a little cowboy's bathrobe about four, okay. five, six years old before – Definitely before, before any it was championships a cool thing there. Be- before the, the Troy Aikman years. Yeah, before <laughs> the Troy Aikman years. So I do approve of that. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. There's nothing crazy I, I, about it. Rick, i got to be honest. I was really hoping it would be something is, is not of a good excuse because no, I, I don't I, know how, we, how much heat no, we're going to be No, I'd, I'd be happy to tell you every one of those kids, <laughs> you know, it's a long time ago now. I don't care. But, yeah. uh, no, I was not one of those kids. 92, 93, all of a sudden. You're not one of the bandwagoners. No, I was not. <laughs> because bandwagoners, no. bandwagon Cowboys fans, Jeff, uh, make you 
so mad that you might want to drink. They do. They, they really do. And, you know, I think that's a perfect uh, opportunity for us to talk about today's drink of the day. Um, today's drink of the day, luckily for all of us, um, was brought to you courtesy of Kirkwork. Now, I hope the actual drink of the day is not indicative of the type of work that Kirkwork does. Um, I concur. <laughs> but uh, let me tell you a little bit about Kirkwork. Um, Kirkwork provides custom software solutions for small and medium businesses. They specialize in software development, systems integration, data systems, and IT consulting. So make sure you contact Pete over there today, who is very good at what he does. He does a lot of work for us at Syracuse Technologies, um, and he can help you with your next technology project. This is this is a pretty big deal. It is. It uh, is like a sponsored a sponsored read on AccusedFantasy.com podcast. A, a real sponsor, a real sponsor that 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 not only sponsored our free game of the week this week, but also sponsored uh, the drink of the day. So that's pretty huge. And uh, with that, we will announce the drink of the day. Just we'll just put on a little bit of drinking music while we uh, while we do that, you know. So um, Kirkwork, Pete from Kirkwork was nice enough to bring us some OE. I haven't seen <laughs> which now comes in plastic bottles apparently. I haven't seen it since the glass bottle days, but this is excellent. Yeah. So uh, everybody, cheers! Thank you, Pete from Kirkwork. We appreciate it. You know, Thank quick you, thing Pete. about... Oh, you smell that? That's just like my old dorm room. I can smell that. <laughs> you know, quick thing about Kirkwork is, yeah. um, obviously, you've been you've been working with Pete. He's a, you know, he's a partner with Syracuse wow, Technologies. I, I worked with Pete in an IT department many years ago, about a decade ago. You did. Uh, and uh, Pete is, uh, Pete's unbelievable. He he actually left there for a better job. He went down, down and worked at a, at a Fortune 500 company in the Southeast. Okay. So uh, we're talking about, so before founding Kirkwork, um, you know, he, he's got a lot of experience with small, medium, large, you know, enterprise sure, size businesses. Sure, yeah. So no job really is too big or too small. Uh, has an excellent reputation uh, really does. In, in the industry. So uh, we want to say thanks again to, uh, to yeah, Kirkwork for the sponsorship because uh, that's the kind of people we want to partner up with. I've already got two or three more other people that said that they would be interested. Um, but I would say in the future, if it's the drink of the day, um, you know, maybe we want to kick it up a notch. True. Pete, you know, True. You know I, I told him, uh, you know, the, the OE, you know, for the old time's sake is good. But uh Hey, I'm not going to complain. So yeah, yeah, no, no complaints. Wait, I think so, I did just enough complain, for me. <laughs> so, uh, so, 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 let's get back into uh, the life of a Cowboys fan outside of outside Absolutely. of Dallas. So, um, so Rick and and I've I've known you for about a decade now, and I I know you're uh, a passionate Cowboys fan, and and I know how you appreciate the Cowboys history and can talk about the Cowboys history within the the context of the NFL, and that's why we really wanted to have you on the show. But I do want to ask, so you so you had an uncle that's more like a big brother, and he's a Cowboys fan and, and remembers them maybe from the 70s or early 80s, those Danny White years, and, and you become a Cowboys fan. But here you are outside, you know, way outside of Texas. Do you run into other Cowboys fans that are the classic bandwagon Cowboys fans? Um, and do they have all their mental yeah. capacities yes and no <laughs> the question i have for you guys before we even get into that oh can you call them bandwagon fans anymore i mean they got on say they got on 92 93 they've been on for 20 years now over 20 years when do you stop being a bandwagon so, fan? so you're posing the question of how long is it is i it don't want to defend all cowboys fans i know there's terrible ones out there yeah there's terrible ones of any team um being yeah. a dallas fan i can give you a different perspective 
Uh, there's a lot of terrible Giants fans. There is. Uh, there is. Wearing there's a, two of them. I'm yep. wearing a Cowboys uh, <laughs> T-shirt right now. I pretty much. Uh, I thought you were going to show up in all the garb, like all. Like, <laughs> no, <you> know, no, <laughs> I don't. I don't wear the jerseys or anything. But this is, I just wear this on game days and. Uh, anytime I go to the store, at least five people, you know, uh, Cowboys fucking suck. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, they're like, a fag. who's uh, this asshole over there? <laughs> you know, uh, every time. There's there's nowhere I can go out ever wearing a Cowboys shirt where I don't get at least one or two comments. Yeah, there's well, I'll, I'll tell you, Rick, I had a um, one of my really good friends and roommates was a diehard Cowboy fan. So um, I've had to live under the same roof with a Cowboys fan, so, so I, 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 I can understand. But he was an awful Cowboys fan, I must say. I love the guy to death, but man, he was a dick. I lived with a Giants fan in college, so uh, there was there was actual fist fights. So, so we're sometimes he's got yeah. he's got a Giants tattoo. He's, uh, oh Jesus! We had some we had some rough times. I was just at his wedding uh, this last weekend, so we're good now. But, oh okay, yeah, he was uh, in my wedding as know. well. So, so I that, that was one. I mean, it's interesting you brought that up about going to the store on Sunday morning, Cowboy stuff, and because I was going to bring that up when you're outside of Texas and you're a Cowboys fan. Do you do you almost like if the subject co- comes up in conversation, like at a wedding, for example, a bunch of guys and you don't know everyone, you start talking and it's fall, so yeah. there's, there's nothing else to talk about but football. And <laughs> and uh, and and then whose favorite team, who follows, whatever, you know, that comes up in conversation. And you're a Cowboys fan. Do you almost dread or cringe? having to say it and then get the looks from other people that you're talking to about, Oh God, here we go. Why the Cowboys? No, no, I enjoy it actually. Okay. I so, love it. So this you point I go, I go right on the offensive. You've yeah. embraced the villain. I have. You okay. do. You if do. You want, I mean, they're not the villains from my perspective, but true, true. Um, so, uh, me personally, just when I, when I look around, I, I see a lot of Cowboys fans. Lots of Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. I mean, we get emails every week about oh, yeah. talk about this about the Packers this week, uh, and uh, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Sure, I, I would say those. I are see a lot three. of the a lot more of the Steelers than I would have thought. I mean, at least they're Northeast. I mean, I can understand a little bit. Maybe they you know grew up there, went to school in that area. It was the Texas thing. I always had a hard time. I mean, now you know you've got the the family connection with it. Um, Rick, can can we take a step back further? How did your family become? You know, that I'm not 100% clear on. I think that might be a little more important question. You know, I I should have asked my uncle. I probably knew a long time ago. Okay. Uh, He actually lives in Dallas now. He's a cop out there. Okay. So he's living the dream. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so he's not bandwagon anymore. No, no, no. If he was at one point, he's not anymore. He's he's the real deal now. Sure, sure. sure. But, uh, yeah, I'm not exactly sure how he got into him. Um, I think my mom said as long as she's known him, he's been a Cowboys fan. Okay. It's interesting that you said the tech, you know, the, you know, you see the Steelers, you see the Packers and the Texas thing that bothered you. It's really interesting. The Giants and the Cowboys are the only example in uh, major professional sports where you'll find a New York team and a Dallas, Texas team in the same division playing. Oh, yeah, that's actually a really good point. Sure. Um, Couldn't be much further apart. Generally based on geography, yeah, and for whatever reason, the Cowboys years ago wound up in the East, and uh, so it's so it's pretty interesting. Um, hmm. So, and and I totally get the family thing. My parents and grandparents are Giants fans, so you, you're you just know, born you, into things. If you're, you if you're born into an older cousin that says we like the Cowboys, you like the Cowboys. My, my right? father is one of those uh, Sam's favorite type fans who became a Eagles fan right around the time a certain quarterback graduated mm-hmm. from or, or left Syracuse. Uh, uh, I know Sam really likes that. You know, my favorite part of the 
Andy Reid slash McNabb slash Michael Vick killing dogs Eagles era is. Uh-huh. Giants two Super Bowls, Eagles none. Zero. Um, but that's a good transition because, again, yeah. I, I, I want to get the unique perspective of a Cowboys fan in studio this week. So, so Jeff and I are obviously Giants fans. I know that Jeff hates the Cowboys the most. I hate the Eagles the most. I think I hate the Cowboys more than I like the Giants. I, 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 I'm <laughs> the same with the Eagles. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, uh, the Redskins don't I'll take really a loss just so me. they get no. <laughs> So, Rick, as a Dallas fan, rank your hatred for the rest of the NFC East. And and is it oh. histo- do you, is, is there historically you just hate one no matter what? Or does it vary based on who's good it's at a, a good given question. Time? Good question. Uh, Giants number one all the time. <laughs> okay. It is. Uh, it has yeah, to I knew it. He won't even say Giants number one. I know where his number one is. <laughs> no, they play every year. Not they the play Eagles. Close games. Not the Eagles. No, Eagles. You know why? For the McNabb reason, I gotta say I've I've, oh. I've been soft on them since. Wow. Then. Wow. wow! I I really don't have a big problem with the Eagles. I have a problem with their fans. They're a bunch of dirtbags. But um, well, the Cowboys. Same with the Redskins. Cowboys, Redskins would be my second. Your second. Worst. I think that's a, just a scumbag organization all around. Cowboys yeah. have underachieved a lot for twenty years, and the Eagles with McNabb underachieved right. consistently every year. So that kind of goes hand in hand. That you can maybe empathize with each other. Sure. It's not even empathize. I don't know. There's something about. I don't hate. I never hated Andy Reid. There's I like a lot Andy of times I hate. The I like team. him a lot more now on, on KC. Sure, but sure. I, yeah. But I, I, I respected him. You knew he was a good coach with those OC right. years in Green Bay, yeah. and then and then and then when he went to Philly, it was like, oh shit, they're gonna, they're gonna eventually be pretty good. Yeah. And they were really good. And if not for how poor their quarterback play was all those years, they probably would have won some Super Bowls. Yeah. No, he was great. Uh, <laughs> I did enjoy his <laughs> clock mismanagement. Yes. Which was horrendous. They, yeah, Besides just, that, I respect him. He was a good coach. but And, and he's done a good job in Kansas City, too. He was there City too, too. long. Um, but, but, well, you know, the, the there too long thing and the way he got run out is always interesting to me because the Giants just did that with, with Tom Coughlin. I don't yeah. know. If, if, if you go – if you're the Eagles. That was my and, mentality at its finest. And you go to the playoffs almost every year. You win the East a lot. You, you go as far as the NFC Championship game five times. Does it make sense to run him out without something better in mind? I think you can get stale, even with some – I mean, that's You think success, change just for the sake of change is what you're saying? Sometimes after that yeah. point. I wouldn't say two, three years, but – Sure, um, yeah. You know, like some – every coach now, you know, short leash for the most part, but – the fact so that we're drinking 40s, I just have to bring up. I love it. I'm really enjoying this. Um, I wish we, I, I wish we, I, I really don't think I've had one since probably college. So, uh, or no, one night at, uh, one night at Kevin Mahoney's, we did, Kevin from Onondaga Hill, we did, uh, we did Edward 40 hands. You ever played that game? No. Yes. Where you, where Great you wrap the duct tape around the 40s, two of them? Yeah. It's oh, so much. You don't know that game? No, I don't know. I know a lot, a lot of games, but I don't you, know about that game. You take the 40 okay. and you, and you and you wrap duct tape around oh, it, so it's stuck to your hand. yeah. So it's stuck to your hand, and and then you do two of them, and whoever can finish both first wins Edward Forty hands. That's a great. I've great seen people game. piss their pants doing that. Oh, exactly. I can imagine. Yeah, because yeah, there's so you got to do it fast so you can get to that bathroom. Yes. Yeah, we yeah. used to do this yeah, century club or whatever it was where you had to drink a beer, a hundred beers, 100 beers, a beer an hour. Over the weekend, and you decided to keep going. So you, oh, it's a I great game. I never, heard, oh, no, yeah. I never heard of that. Here now are hundred beers. And oh, you I thought that. you were talking about Century Club, where you do a shot of beer a minute. Oh, I've heard no. of that one. I've never heard no, of no. It's beer a beer an hour. An hour so oh, it's you mean like hour straight? Yeah, power hour. Yeah, and it's yeah, sixty yeah. shots, oh, sixty, 60 shots. minutes. Okay. It's, it's, it's one of the most exciting games. I mean, you obviously need awesome. you need a bunch of days to do it, 
But if you do, we used to do it over a long weekend, like a Friday to a Monday type thing. You were and probably at some sort of music festival. I no, this was at Cortland's Cortland oh, okay. State actually. Oh, I, and so I, we, I only went to school I'll probably. I only went to class three days out of three semesters. I think. I think once per semester. <laughs> so we so between the two of you, we have several combined semesters at Cortland State here. Oh in, yeah, in yeah. I did three tonight. semesters. I did a summer. Uh, went four years there. Stint. Oh, did you? Um, I didn't make it four years anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so let's so let's go back to NFC East. So so okay. you said Giants won. You you really hate the Giants, and then oh, yeah. I'm gonna guess you you hate the Redskins second. Yeah, definitely Eagles Redskins. third. Eagles distant third. Now, but when you're playing, when the Cowboys are playing the Eagles, please. Say I hate everyone. Okay. All okay. Right, good. You okay. hate any? Do you hate any team you're playing, or just NFC East teams? The most? Any team. Any team. Any okay. team that week is uh, I fucking hate them. Pure, yeah, so that's, pure. I, I, I just want them all. I want them to die on, in a plane crash on the way there. Okay. Good. 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 <laughs> so as a, so there's so nothing but bad things. Yeah, that's yeah, a team yeah. Whoever we're playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's go a good question. I don't want anybody to get in the way. No. Because as as a Giants fan, I don't know who I necessarily hate the most out, outside the division. As a Cowboys fan, do you have anyone that you hate outside the NFC, NFC East within the conference, within the whole NFL? It comes and goes. Uh, like I was saying about coaches, I hate the Seahawks. I hate oh, Pete Carroll. Okay. I think he's a scumbag too. I, I, hate the, I think I would go Patriots. I don't like Russell Wilson at all. Interesting. I just don't like the Patriots. Oh, uh, You know what? I, that's – I don't mind the Patriots. Yeah, I'd rather have them you know, win. I guess the, I don't I mind Brady, the team. Though. It's the like, maybe it's the fans more than you know. Yeah. Him and I, you, Sam and I, had to talk about this, and he kind of turned my head a little bit on you know what. There's there's nothing wrong with the Patriots because you you have some affinity for the Patriots. Well, there's no rivalry because the Giants won two Super Bowls. Sure, it was just more when I go to like New England area and I wear my Giant stuff out. Nobody's very nice to me, so you know. Yeah, they, it, it's <laughs> ra- it's it's this rare because usually Giants lose to everyone except with the Patriots. They except won the twice in really ever. big yeah. games, yeah. so <laughs> it's this rare feeling. You yeah, should yeah, be yeah. happy when you when you walk down the street. I know. I wish and, I had uh, that feeling more. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, Rick. Dallas as America's team, that that whole moniker. Um, a, do you like it? Don't like it? Don't care? Indifferent? What? How do you feel? I love it. I you love, love it. it. Okay, I love it. So you love it. Describes them perfectly. Okay. Oh Jesus! What's Here more American go. than a cowboy? Well, I'm going to tell you. So what do you say to... Especially the ones that pillaged and, and, and raped all the Indians. Yeah, that's good. So Redskins, what... you mean? <laughs> so oh, yeah. Oh, hey, sense. it's Cowboys It's Cowboys. Cowboys and Indians on uh, Thanksgiving again this year. Is it? And, yes, uh, it is. And uh, so that's... And yeah, they had a bad loss to them a couple of years ago. We mm. um, you know, we talked about it in the season premiere show that, that that might be a big game. That was, of course, before the Romo injury, which that's to come but okay so the, this america's team thing what do you say to green bay or pittsburgh fans who argue that dallas was america's team in the 70s but that it's the packers or the steelers now I, I don't know that you can change the definition of it to somebody else i've heard people say the jaguars are america's team i think one columnist wrote it three I've four years ago I, uh, really? three or four years ago it was a guy i don't know where he's from he's trying to make it a thing you know just to okay. grab a headline Interesting. But like you can't just I, I name like some, you can't, you can't just, just yeah. name somebody that like why are they America's yeah. team for what reason? Yeah. I don't know, but why are why is Green Bay America's team? Uh, just based on Gallup. Polls I and I would go as Green, far as Green to say Bay. Giants is the world's team. Then. <sighs> Green Bay poll. Green Bay polls Ke- very well. Kevin, New York is the world's city. Ke- Kevin Listen, Kevin from Onondaga Hill and I were talking about this at the Syracuse <laughs> Open. Just oh, and it. and Kevin made a really good point. He said. Because we we were talking about how this show was coming up, and I said I was going to get into it with you on who's America's team, and and Kevin made a really good point. He said, the reason he goes Green Bay is they're as popular as Dallas, roughly around the country, as far as th- th- there's there's probably as many Packer fans as Green as Dallas, except the Cowboys are way more hated 
a lot of people yeah. root for That's Green true. Bay. If, if their favorite team's out, yeah, I can see they'll that. root for Green Bay. It's the Lombardi Trophy. It's Lambeau Field, whatever. Whereas Dallas, if you're not a Cowboys fan, most people hate. The it's Cowboys. definitely a love-hate kind of thing. It's like there is no people. There's uh, no the in Cowboys the are okay. You know? They're the highest-rated team. They TV do. ratings every you, year. Oh, sure, yeah. Bad or good. I mean, that might help. They're the most that valuable they franchise in the NFL. Slot. Did you see the stat about Sunday Night Football ratings? No, no. Unbelievable. I don't know if you saw this. So the game, the opener, Sunday night opener this year, the Cardinals and the Patriots, and uh, was a great – I don't know if, you, if either of you stayed up to watch the whole thing. Really good. Yeah, I was shocked that wasn't the Cowboys. The guy running across the field is. I've watched like three times today. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Well, no, no, no. That's from Monday night last night. Oh, I thought you were talking about the No, the Sunday night game. Oh, the Cardinals I, was, I, was, and the, I was looking at my whole English. You're, I wasn't you're halfway into that OE. No, so the Sunday night game, Cardinals and Patriots, really good game. And – I thought a lot of people would tune in the first Brady suspension game and it's against the Cardinals and they're kind of a Super Bowl pick and two yeah. Super Bowl contenders. The year before was Giants Cowboys Sunday night, the game where uh, Eli stupidly threw it out of the end zone. Um, ratings were down 12%. Of course. So you're, so Rick is, Rick is correct. If Dallas is in, <laughs> if Dallas w- with a healthy Tony Romo and coming off the desk, Dallas is good. No the ratings are nuts. When Dallas is yeah. not good, the ratings are still there. They're still pretty good. Yeah. Cause people want to see so, him fail. So, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, that's yeah. the whole love hate thing. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same as the Yankees in baseball. So for me, who America wants to see love so, or hate them. They want to well, see that's, that. that's exactly right. So for me, it, it, it's true. If I'm, if I'm, if the giants aren't playing and Dallas is playing, I will pick that game and watch it because I just I instantly sure. have somebody to root for. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so these two, so Giants Cowboys have played a lot of. Uh, obviously, they play twice a year, every year. Rick, I'm gonna start with you. Do you have a single favorite New York Dallas game? You know, I was going through a bunch the other day. I I gotta say, I know it's recent. Last year, that come from behind win. The opener was just, I just remember being on my feet screaming. I, w- I had a newborn baby. I woke up the baby. I'm screaming. They were wow. down. They were down 10. You, you, you just took to my go. most hated. <laughs> eight minutes to go. No, when the Giants left. And they got when, down the field. When the Giants left Romo a minute, did you yeah. know it was I, over? I, I, I just, no, it, you never, these games, the same thing happens every game. They the, get down to a couple minutes and it's with it. You know, somebody's going to win with a field goal. Yeah. It's just who's going to make yeah. the mistake. I knew that we lost that game. And who's going to get to the 40, 30, 40-yard yeah. line to kick that field goal? It's the same every day. I knew it was going to be like that Sunday. And same thing happened. Same thing. But, yeah, yeah. that and then he throws that touchdown to Witten. Yeah. That was just – I exploded. It was great. They, yeah, that was great. that That would have been a good one as a Cowboys fan. Jeff, do you have a favorite? Um, you know, I'm just going to go with last night because it's, it's fresh in my mind, and I'm excited about it, and it was one point – and I'm gonna we're gonna ride that thing forward. I I mean, there's so many so many different games. I was looking through a bunch as well, um, and I just I, I couldn't really pick a favorite, Sam. So I just I'm just gonna go with what's fresh and what's new and the one point. And Giants defense played surprisingly well yesterday yeah. or two days ago. Yeah, uh, I was yeah holding them to 19 points wasn't wasn't too bad for that old line. That's 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 yeah they they played surprisingly well. That line. Um, this one's easy for me. I might be jumping the gun on one of Rick's most hated. Oh. And it was the Giants Cowboys NFC Divisional game in 2007. Oh, I knew it. I knew so it. actually I January knew it. of 08. <laughs> That's exactly what. Yeah. yeah so, I know. so that one, uh, yeah, that one for me, just hands down takes the cake. Um, we were going to the Super Bowl that year. Guaranteed, we would have won it. And Dallas 100%. was Dallas was so dominant not only that year but then in uh, in the first half of that game. Yeah. 
and then that was the game. I think it was Amani Toomer catches the touchdown oh, like right, right before half, <laughs> and all of a sudden it's tie, it's like ten to ten or fourteen to fourteen or something, and and I, and I remember as a Giants fan just thinking, oh, Dallas just beat the crap out of the yeah, Giants yeah, in that yeah. first half, and it's tied. It, it can only hopefully get better. Yeah, uh, yeah. What a hopefully momentum that won't continue and, killer. Yeah. And then I thought both Giants lines on offense and defense kind of controlled the second half. But it was still so close because Romo had a chance to throw into the end zone did. to win that game. Uh, so for me, and that one just, you know, interesting trivia. That's the only time they've played in the playoffs. Yeah. That's it. It's, uh, it doesn't happen. One ever. time. That's right. <laughs> it was, um, so I just, you know, as a Giants fan, it was just a great <sighs> Giants win. And then God, obviously that that's part yeah. of that. that hey, you're still ahead in the overall. So Yeah. <laughs> True. That, what, 14 well, or 15 But games. that came but on the getting, heels of hey, the we, season we, we before. We picked up one Seahawks. on you last night. <laughs> True. That was the Romo extra point But that was game. like, you know, Romo's starting out, and you're like, okay, now he's been in the playoffs two years in a row. Now he's, you know, we had that stupid Seahawks fumble with the and the Cowboys had, had, field goal. And, Cowboys oh. had beaten up on the Giants both regular season right. games that year. Yeah. and then It's hard to beat a team three now, times a year. Now, I have an interesting Especially question them. for you. <laughs> so the Giants then go to Lambeau and beat Green Bay. Brett Favre's last game as a Packer. Uh and then they and then they go to play the eighteen and zero Patriots. Who did you root for, Giants or Patriots? Oh, Patriots. Okay, so you wanted the Patriots to be nineteen. I'm a, you didn't want to see them. I'm a big Brady and Belichick fan. So uh, as am I. I love those guys. I just didn't know if your hatred for the Giants, because uh, a lot of people. Oh no, I can't. I can't. Who? I, I don't understand. You could that never mentality. root for the Giants. Never. You can never. never root for the Giants. I don't root. Oh, the NFC's in it, so I got to root for whoever yeah. NFC. No, team. no, Sam, no, no. I, When it comes to betting, even though uh, even though I know there might be a Dallas player, it's the best player to pick. I can't do it. Yeah. Although I did pick up Prescott. We'll talk about that. Later. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, okay, so so Rick, that 2007 playoff game. That's uh, that's your most hated. That's my if worst. You, if you had yeah. a memory that that uh, <coughs> that that you hate the most, uh, Jeff. Any yes. Giants Cowboys games that come to mind to you for the hated? Just most hated. You were so disappointed again, and that it's fresh because of the comeback and what he was just talking about. And for me, my memory only goes back a year or two. Anyways, I kind of forget all about these these other things. It's all those concerts we talked about. All those about, hazy Sam. concerts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so that it's actually I had, that was what I had written down was the uh, the game that uh, with the the comeback. So I'm going to go back year. to one of your hazy concert years, and <coughs> yeah. and Rick, I, and I, I wonder if you'll remember this and probably say it was one of your favorite uh, memories in, in the series was Monday Night Football, Week Two, 2003. So oh, your geez. college. That was. I'm trying to remember our quarterback then. <coughs> it was before. Oh, that's not before the, Romo. I think that was the end of the Quincy Carter it, era. It might have been the Quincy Carter years. Or was it his last? He was there for about three years, and he started in 2001. But the, so that might have been him. But big things were expected from the Giants preseason that year, and they had a they had a, a pretty good roster. They'd been in the playoffs the year before. I won't talk about how it ended, but um, <coughs> my grandfather and I had actually gone to the Giants training camp in Albany that summer. We were so excited about the season, and then they beat the Rams week one. Those were the Kurt Warner Rams when they were still a, a big deal. And then the Dallas game week two, I just – I wasn't worried about because I thought the Giants would cruise and Dallas had Never not been very Dallas good. Never against Dallas makes me so mad. I know, but <laughs> Dallas had been so bad the previous couple of years. And then 2003 was Parcells first year. Yes. Coaching. And Benedict so all of a sudden, Arnold. so Parcells comes into giant stadium coaching the Cowboys on Monday night football. And do you remember there was like the shocky Parcells? Yes. Uh, yes. 
thing like yep. before before oh, Twitter existed, too. like before. I don't even like, like there's him. this media thing. He's unlikable. He yeah, said he's unlikable. Um, <laughs> and that we can agree on. Oh god, <laughs> he's the most punchable face. <laughs> he does a little. Yeah, I, mean, I wasn't gonna go face. up and punch him, but <laughs> no, 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 just his face. <laughs> Somebody else did. I, you yeah, know. Yeah. But that was uh, so. That was a game that Dallas won in overtime, Giant Stadium, and the two teams were, were were going in opposite directions because the Giants were supposed to be really good that year. They fell apart. Uh, that was the end of the fossil Kerry Collins era, and that was the start of the Parcells rebuild. The, the Cowboys did go on to the playoffs that year. Um, so. Uh, so that was uh, that was the one. As I was looking back at these, and I and I remember vividly exactly where I was, and I and the I thought the Giants had won it a couple times, and Dallas comes back and it's tied and it's going to overtime, and ugh, that one, ugh. I'll never. It's a lot of hype for that season. Yeah, the Parcells come. We didn't have a great team, but uh, remember the that project. Remember the Parcells <laughs> uh, Jerry Jones interview, like on the eight hour plane. Oh interview. God. It was just like ESPN just camped out around Jerry it's kind Jones of awkward, playing. Yeah. Like, will, will Parcells go coach Dallas? That was tough right. for Giants fans to see Bill Parcells on the other sideline coaching Dallas. He did a great job, I thought. <laughs> he did an unbelievable job. I, I mean, probably, that's, that's, I why probably, uh, that's why 2006, 2007. I was probably swaying that's why they're in music those at some music games. festival yeah. at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> built a great um, team. <laughs> all right, Rick. So you hate the Giants. You That's been established, if there was right. any doubt. Right. So which player, or you can have multiple, will give you the floor. Uh, in your time as a Cowboys fan, which Giants players have you hated the most? God, I'd almost forgotten about Shockey. I don't, I oh, yeah, we were to, just I, I put up. him to the back of my head, but I couldn't wait, fucking wait, stand him. Wait, that would him. be my vote for the Giants player that I hated the most. Yeah. I couldn't stand him. <laughs> um, we'll go to my uh, – God, my, probably my most hated is Eli Manning. Really? I can't wow. Because of the baby face is when he cried? Start, no, stuff. right, the NFL draft. Because he won the first ever Giants-Cowboys game no, in no, uh, no. the new Cowboys stadium? No, I don't Is it the two that. Super they Bowls that are making you angry? They go there, they win. They seem to win there every <laughs> they time. They win there they a lot. But then we always win the other ones. That's so. true. Whatever. Yeah. That's yeah. true. The draft just completely turned me off. The Chargers thing? I wanted, oh, what a fucking baby. The whole thing. Uh, Daddy, I want to go to New York. I don't want to go to San Diego. Go fuck yourself, man. Come on. Just, the, you know, you're going to be drafted. You're going to the NFL. Take, take what you get. Come in, on. In defense of the Mannings. I, I hated that. San Diego is a terribly run franchise. So I they they, they made. They don't even know where their home I is. I get that, the but time. that's just like, like really, on. you got to do like I'm, other people have done it. He's not the only one. Earthquakes. He's worried about the only one. Earthquakes. Elway did it. Elway did it. And that's, there's, you know, he's not, I say he's not the only one to ever do it. It's not like, you know. It's the worst thing in the world, but I just that turned me off immediately. I hate his stupid fucking face. Uh, I can't stand. No, it. I, I don't Peyton? like no, his little Peyton? crybaby. How are you on Peyton? I love Peyton actually. You love Peyton. I I love Peyton. Love yeah, him. I like. I love, like love watching love. Peyton. I have no problem with Peyton. <laughs> so I enjoyed ha- watching him play. Respect him. So you're happy to see Peyton win and yes, not I, be was. Trailing I was trailing Eli I was in Super Bowls. Very happy he won the two. I was like, thank God. I, <laughs> so you didn't have to retire with thank Eli. God. Thank God. I couldn't. I couldn't live with myself. But I, those two Super Bowl MVPs. What a joke. <laughs> what a complete joke I flukes. love it um, oh. Somebody now, take the OE away from Rick I hate Giants so much Now when the Giants are in the Super Bowl Which is um, not going to happen again for a long time But when they're in it and they're playing the Patriots in those games Or this year Because Sam hates it when I say that so. We'll see Hey, they're, hey one or no he gets One or no Come on, um, Do you Is it hard to even watch the games Or are you no, excited to watch and root against them It's the Super Bowl I, well, Both those games I assume the Patriots are going to win the uh, Eagles Patriots Super Bowl 
I w- the year the Eagles had uh, yeah. Terrell Owens, I-, I was worried the Eagles were going to win. And, you know, that was long before the Patriots were as dominant right. as, as we that Owens, know, he's one of my now. least favorite players of all time. Uh, me too. Yeah. Uh, I, I was I was nervous watching that Patriots Eagles game because I was going to be so upset if the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Like I almost didn't even want to watch. I, they're my least hated NFC's team, but yeah. I never want them to win a Super Bowl. Oh, I same. love that they have zero, and I wanted to yeah. stay. At zero. <laughs> I, I wanted to say zero. I don't. I don't ever want them to win. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, I don't like them at, by any stretch. But I, I never want them to win a Super Bowl. I love that. Um, okay, so hatred in this rivalry, Jeff. Let's let's look at it from the other side. Mm-hmm. Cowboys players over the years. Who comes to mind that you just that just just can't stand? Yeah, Sam. Really asking me that question is like asking me, you know, which uh, member of ISIS that I like that I hate the most. <laughs> to be quite honest, can't all be bad. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's got to be a good. There's got to be a there. guy that's you know got there's roped into it. Didn't know what he's doing. Yeah, the deaf blind guy. Yeah, that, you know, <laughs> yeah. You know, somebody's cleaning the toilets there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I really don't know. I mean, I just I do hate them all. I I, I really do. Um, I, I I don't know if I have a specific one. I don't know if, if I if I said a specific one, if it'd be you know better than any other one. Who was the guy that had the hair coming out of the back of his uh, thing? And he's like, I I think he was a running back. Something. Oh, Marion Barber. No, it wasn't. He him. did have he did have the dreads. He was a it was somebody. I, can't hate him. He was just no. I I didn't. Vanilla. Wasn't there a tight end or something? Is it? Uh, Jay uh, Novacek? Yeah. That was a long... There's somebody with the hair. That's all I remember. This guy with the yeah. hair fucking pissed me off every time. But I don't know. Like you guys, you would It could have been Barber. I mean, he was running all over the place for a couple of years. He was. There, for a couple of years there, he was really good. But um, he didn't seem like a bad guy. Uh, no, no, and he I might not have so been. He, he might not have been. It's just it bothered me on the field when I About saw Greg that. Hardy. <laughs> sure. Greg Hardy would be a great choice. There's a good choice. Sure, sure. Mine is so predicated on whether or not they were really good at the time. So, so I have an interesting one. I'm, I'm cheating a little because he's not a player. He's a coach. Barry Switzer. Oh. Can, cannot oh. stand Barry Switzer. I'm still mad you can that go with got member to of win a Super Bowl with Jimmy Johnson's team. That just drives me crazy. Well, Jerry Jones doesn't, uh, doesn't acknowledge that Barry Switzer won. Jerry actually, Jones says that Jerry Jones won that Super Bowl. Actually, oh. um, but I, well, actually. Although now they're okay, I guess. See, I actually but. like Jerry. Jerry's like great, if, great like if owner. I, if I were a fan of a, Not of the a best team, GM. I would, agreed, but I would want an owner that treats it the way, as passionately as the fans are about the sure. team. Yeah. He gets up and, and every Jerry day Jones. he's obsessed with that team. He's, he, he is so obsessed, and, uh, and, it, and it seems like the players love playing for him. I guess I don't like when he signs Greg Hardy, <laughs> but um, he, he believes in giving the players second chances. He's, the players love playing there. Right. And so, so if you're a fan, and we talks about uh, the stadium, and he says our goal is to give Dallas Cowboys fans the best stadium and game day experience of anywhere in the NFL. I mean, he he does, and and it's all authentic and genuine. Um, so I so I, I don't dislike Jerry, hate Barry Switzer, just hate Barry Switzer. I could take oh, no. him or leave him. I mean, I hated Emmett. He was too. fine. Oh, you know, what? Hate, I didn't hate like him Emmett. very much. Hated Everybody Emmett. hates Emmett. Emmett. Hated Emmett. Why? I, I was. I guess you know at the time I'm I'm uh, well I wasn't quite in high school yet but, but had started playing football and just I remember thinking I could run behind that line 
I, I never bought into Emmett. Everybody was the, thought. Was the well, best. everybody says that about Aikman too. Oh, you could have. No, any Aikman, quarterback could have made those throws. No, I think Irvin, Aikman, no, uh, you had Emmett going in that offensive line. Well, I'll talk about. They Irvin. still had to make the. I'll plays. talk about Irvin in a second. You, but you never thought. Did, did you think in the in the early '90s that uh, like that Emmett was better than Barry Sanders or Thurman Thomas? Better. I don't remember ever even thinking that. No, I just I just felt like he was at the time he was doing so well. I. Yeah, he, I was never like, no, I'd rather have Barry Sanders on my team. Yeah, because it was, he was working, so good. It was working so well. You know, and I, Barry Sanders' wasn't different running style. Else. Barry Sanders yeah, might not has, have been the same behind that Cowboys line as, as Emmett was. Um, it, was Cole, it was Cole Beasley, by the way, that bothered me. I just Cole Beasley. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the white guy was yeah. I don't know why. He is, it's just something he, about I can him. See him. He's a little cold. I just got a picture of him. He's getting those little routes. Oh, yeah. white guy running Yeah, he would always just shake around. I don't know what it was. He's still with us. He's still with us. Yeah, that's why I like him very much. Okay. <laughs> He's got that dumb mustache. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you I did, that. I did yeah. not think Cole Beasley would make it into the podcast. But, um, all right, Sorry so Rick, about that. Rick, here we go. Gun to your head. You have to pick a favorite New York Giant. Oof. I do. I, I have one. Okay. Absolutely. Lawrence Taylor. Oh. oh. That's easy. Is it because of the Coke here. or was it because of the playing? <laughs> yeah, but all that. I, 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 he would fit in on the Cowboys, I felt like. <laughs> he, he would have. Yeah, I, I felt like he would have partied there. He would have <laughs> yeah. had a good time. I just He was always like, oh, God, he looks so scary. And you knew the player, oh, yeah. you knew the players were scared of him oh, too. Yeah. He's probably party like a rock star though, that guy. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I always I, I always gravitated toward guys that's, like that a little bit, like just the party type. He was just like big and mean and like That's a know. good Eve. No, I I, All of those I have best, a lot of respect for him. Best defensive player ever. Absolutely. Um Jeff. Same question except with the Cowboys. With the Cowboys? So when I was younger, um and I start, first started playing football, I had a football, a Tony Tor- Dorsett football. And uh, I just remember that. And when I was really, really young, um, obviously, um, I just remember Tony Dorsett. I had a poster of him. So I, I, I don't even want to admit this because I didn't even become a Giants fan until I was about like eight or nine. So I don't know if that's that's not bandwagon, I hope. but It's hard uh, to say you're really a fan of a sports team when you're four or five years old. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Either you're, somebody's telling you to be. I mean, exactly. you can't really yeah. – you don't know yeah. what you're doing at that age. Yeah, I, I go with him because I remember I had the football. He had such a great career, and it makes me feel better because I'm my favorite is somebody that's so long ago that it's okay. And the only – I think to this day the only 99-yard touchdown run in the history of the NFL, Tony Dorsett. Really? I don't think so. Has it been tied? It's a record that I can swear, never I, be broken, I think it was, Well, I think it was tied. It, I thought it was recently, like there are very several, recent, like a, last there, year or two. There are several ties for uh, a 99-yard passing touchdown. Right. I didn't know if Dorsett's 99-yard rushing touchdown had ever been tied. We'll have to look. Yeah, Maybe not. 12, that's good. I, uh, I want to say He had has, almost 13,000 yards recently, total in his career. But I don't know. We'll, we'll put Liza in charge of that research. Absolutely. Um, yeah, Liza, get on that, would you? Okay, Rick, this there is going to be goes. fun. Uh, because I'm going to be honest, there are so many Cowboys that I wished were on the Giants over the years. Um, number one, and I don't know if you're old enough to remember him, but I know you'll have read about him um, because of your appreciation for Dallas. Everson Walls. Loved Everson Walls. No, and, and uh, You're not that much older than me, but old enough. Old enough. Yeah. Um, I just remember him when I first started watching football. Everson Walls was a really good defensive back on the Cowboys. And then Wait, was, what, what era was he in? 80s. 80s, 80s? Yeah. okay. He's the one. When was his last year? Do you have it up? Uh, well, he played for. He went on to play for the Giants right. is what was interesting because he had been so good on Dallas, gone to lots of Pro Bowls, all pro player. Uh, and, then, and, and unfortunately, throughout the 80s, was best known for being the guy in the picture of the Dwight Clark catch. 
so so that really sucked because here he is this excellent player and he was best known in spite of how great he was for being the guy the cowboy defender in the picture stuck with something like that yeah catching the touchdown every poster and so late in his career jerry jones he was an undrafted free agent undrafted free agent that amazing and then had like 10 interceptions as a rookie and goes to the pro Bowl. that's unbelievable Um, he uh but late in his very career, disappointing forty-yard dash, and they still picked him up too. Yep. Yeah. Um, Jeff, your Wikipedia skills. Today. Uh, did just, you see that? Um, just like that. Um, I didn't even know he was reading from a computer. I thought that so, was all. <laughs> yeah, that was all memory. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how I roll. Like, oh, he's really bringing those stats <laughs> yeah, back. No, yeah, that's right. All those, all those, those, those concert days, and all the the alcohol k- kicks it back. The, up, my medulla avagata gets rocking again. But he late in his career, so Jerry Jones buys the Cowboys. And Jimmy Johnson's there, and they totally rebuild the team. So even good players but were aging had to go, and Everson Walls is one of them. And he ends up on the Giants in the Giants secondary. And then after all those years of the Sports Illustrated Dwight Clark cover catch where he's on the wrong side of history, then he ends up on the Sports Illustrated Giants cover. He's the one after the Scott Norwood field. I like the tie-in. I like the the tie back around to the the Giants. I like that. And he's talked about it. He's like, He's just looking up at God, and he's so happy that late in his career. Oh, and that was in 1990 he joined the Giants. On the 90 Giants. Wow. uh, My favorite Giants. Two-year deal for a million bucks. um, So, Everson Walls. uh, Travis Frederick. uh, Oh, he's a safety now. Yes. Travis Frederick, probably the best center in the NFL, and he does things not that – I mean, a lot of people probably don't watch football the way – I do, but <laughs> you watch the games and it's underappreciated constantly, <laughs> constantly, but also watching things like Intently. the center. They and think they're just standing there. Well, they ask him to make yeah. blocks that you don't ask centers to make, and he, so he'll do two or th- three things well consistently in every play. He's he's just an amazing player. Uh, Romo, I've always been a big Romo fan, just uh, ever since I never really playing against Romo him in high much, school. But. Um, but my favorite, if I had to choose all time, it has to be Michael Irvin. He's my favorite. Yeah. He's my favorite cowboy. Yeah. Always. Yep. What I remember, I mean, I remember a lot about him, but in, in the 90s when uh, when Dallas was so good and they're always playing Green Bay and San Francisco every year in the playoffs, and a lot of the times in the regular season, Michael Irvin didn't have the regular season stats that blew you away the way, say, like Jerry Rice or Sterling right. Sharp or Chris Carter but at he, the time did. But he'd get the big plays. But, it, but once it was the divisional playoffs or yep. the championship round, no one – brought it like michael irvin including sure. jerry rice i mean you, you watch those those games and he was on the field with jerry rice or sterling sharp and you said yeah but michael irvin was the best receiver today he was uh, and i never i never knocked troy aikman troy aikman was very good too um but michael irvin i thought was the most talented offensive player on the field yeah i didn't hate him as much as i hate dallas so that's that's, <laughs> that's you know i can i can work so i hear that. a lot of aikman hate from Giants fans. Yeah. It's always like, oh, is. you could it have thrown. It might be the after, like the what after you said about that bothers yeah. me more about him. I didn't bother. It didn't bother me as much when he played as he does just now. It just bothers me when I have to keep looking at him. Well, Aikman, it's it's interesting because I think one of the Trying things. Trying to be impartial. That I'm glad you brought that up. That's a good uh, transition because we have to talk, you know, Dallas Cowboys. We have to talk Dallas Cowboys quarterbacks, oh, and yeah. especially oh. with, with Romo, and now he's injured again. Right. Yeah, a lot but to a- say but, about that, yeah. But Aikman, <laughs> I think – I think Aikman, unfortunately, is going now gets judged in a people judge him the wrong way because his stats are so lacking compared to certainly quarterbacks now, Mm -hmm. but even quarterbacks of his era. When you go back and look at Aikman's stats, they're just 
they're they're really pedestrian. Sure. Um, but if you but watch, I mean, what's if you more important of the play, stat than right? What was his winningness like? I mean, what what do do we know the stats of? Uh, I mean, because obviously that's the only stat that really counts. In the they end, went, is whether uh, you win they, or not. Right? They got one in fifteen the first season he was there. Did they? <laughs> they did. did they really? It was, okay. a, it was a rough. Uh, it, was it was a rough, rough year. first year. Yeah. Okay. He split with Steve Walsh a lot that year too. It was but, what nineteen eighty nine. Eighty nine. Eighty nine. Ninety. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Eighty nine. Ninety. Um, oh, okay. But eighty nine. Um, but you, I mean, three Super Bowls in four years. He, he's. I said somebody he, had to make those throws. He he you, was. You great. had to make the play. He was great. He was, and he could make every throw. Yeah. He he was he he was great. Um, Michael Irvin was my favorite, but Aikman obviously really good, sure. really good too. Um, all of those, all of those secondary players, God, I I hated them when the Giants were playing them, but uh, God, they were good. They, they was just, the worst. Who was your, who was the guy you didn't want to see? Um, oh, good question. I. I really, uh, I really hated when uh, not he, he's not secondary, but when Ken Norton went. Yeah, I was like Ken Norton. When Ken Norton, I, was, made, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Um, he was awesome. Hated Ken Norton. Um, mostly, mostly what I remember <clears throat> in those '90s years when Dallas just kicked the shit out of the Giants every yeah. every time they played was how overpowering the offensive line was. Nate Newton and, and the rest of that line. Mm. I thought they were, and, and that's why I hated Emmett so much because I thought the line was so good. But on, on the defensive side, it just seemed like it, it just seemed like you'd get a big play from one of your cornerbacks or safeties in a big spot. All the not just in games against the Giants, but in in the games against Green Bay and in the right. games against uh, like uh, didn't George Teague play for Dallas for a little while? Yeah, but did he played for Green Bay and Dallas both in the nineties. He played for Dallas first. It, okay, he was Dallas first then. But then he and, was on Green Bay. What did he have? Was he on the first Super Bowl team? He might have been. I want to say he was on the first one, he maybe to- the second. He, he totally played that well. He was on the Cowboys yeah, first. Yeah, and right. then and then when Green Bay switched past over Dallas and, and yeah. the NFC, then all of a sudden he was on Sitting uh, there Green with Bay. a bunch of rings. Yeah. Um he was one of those guys that I never thought was that impressive year in and year out. But in those playoff games he was just he, he was always big. Some people step up and and the Cowboys Some always people did. don't. They, they were uh, they were great. So, okay, so let's let's blend a little past, present, future. Um, so Romo comes in this year. There's big expectations for Dallas, and he, he's unfortunately injured in in preseason. And and there's I mean there's just so much Tony Romo we could talk about. He's he's got to be considered. He's not like LeBron James category for people love him or hate him, but he's got to be one of the most polarizing figures in sports in America in the last decade, right? I don't see how you could hate him. He's a nice, likable guy. Oh, he's uh, I know. I mean, he's almost like a lovable loser. Actually, (laughs) when he was dating Carrie Underwood and Jessica Simpson stuff, I I think people. I think there are a lot of people that that rubbed Cowboys fans the wrong way. Really? Yeah. Well, back when Jessica I didn't mind Simpson it, but I heard looking that. good, I mean, I, w- I would have been mad at yeah, anybody that got you, to have sex not? with her. Yeah, yeah I mean, on. I would love to have some – I was jealous of Nick Lachey for a long time. Of course. But, aren't, but weren't you happy that she got fat and he dumped her? <laughs> she definitely bloated up a little bit, didn't she? Oh, and she got pregnant, you mean? No, she's fat but For a while, fat, I thought for a while, she got just she regular just, food No, I thought fat. she looked better like that. Oh, oh okay. you're like a little, little love yeah, in there. Yeah, yep. Something to – The yeah. – um, 
the fat girls need love. I too, guess you know? uh, Tony didn't, but <laughs> but it's right on to Carrie Underwood. Remember the uh, I thought Carrie Underwood first was fat all, too, though, didn't she? First of all, <laughs> I don't. Know. First of all, what I don't great, know if that's the definition. What a great but. life! NFL quarterback Jessica yeah, Simpson, tough. Carrie Underwood, but it's tough yeah. decisions. We just I, lost our entire girl audience. I, th- I thought the there was I th- both yeah. of the girls. <laughs> I thought there was. Uh, I, I thought there was a time when 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 he was disliked more. Than, well, first of all, there's this I think unfair knock on him that he's not clutch or not good in big games, and it, it doesn't matter that you statistically present to someone, look, he's there's all of these instances where they're losing in the fourth quarter, and he has a drive like that Giants game, yeah, and he's perfect, and they win. I just I, I think he he's just in the spotlight more than most professional athletes. Dallas Cowboys starting quarterback. So it comes with the territory. You have to be. But anything no, we I, can do to minimize the nice talk about Dallas Sam would be very appreciated. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm actually going to disagree Jeff, with him. We present both sides here. So, I know okay, what it is. So I disagree I like a little it. bit. Um, so what do you disagree about? I disagree about I, regular season. Great stats. Yep. When he's healthy, when he's on. Yes. He's throwing three touchdowns a game. Throwing for 350 yards. He looks great, but he can't get it done in the playoffs. He has had big games like that Giants game where he came back. It was great, but you need to do it when it counts. And he's had too many games. Uh, I, I won't give him that Seahawks game where he fumbled the the kickoff or not the kickoff, the field goal. The there. Field, the Forget point. that. That was just bad luck. That was I mean, just dumb luck and stupid yeah. thing. But uh, there's been a couple times um, the last few years. You know they're nine and seven, eight and eight, or eight and seven, and they play the Eagles. Last game of the season, and it's winning. You're and in, and winning. You're in, and he throws three interceptions inexplicably after having a season where yeah, in 2011 he wasn't great uh, against Redskins, the Giants. He in that did the same, same situation, and then there's the Redskins one, the RG three right. year. Okay, so and, he and those are basically it, and playoff, those like, are basically week sixteen playoff time. games. Yeah, and he blows it. Um, he does. Okay, it's not always his fault, but a lot of times you know you throw three, four picks. <laughs> there are got to blame somebody. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. There are a lot of years, though, when Dallas doesn't make the playoffs and he's been great, but the team sucks. Right. And J- you, you, you mentioned it earlier, Jerry's a better uh, owner than GM. I thought the 2014 Cowboys, who I thought we were going to get a better version of that this year, that's, if you listen yeah, to our season preview yeah, show, we I was all, really high We all that. thought that, yeah. Um. When Jerry adjusted and started drafting linemen like Travis Frederick, um, and they and they started playing behind a real line rather than just throwing money at Roy Williams and and these other oh, the, these other failed Ugh. trades and free agent, you know, tra- sure, yeah. The Roy Williams trade. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think they spent two first round draft they picks did. on that. They did. I mean, that was just awful GMing. Uh, it, it, That's not Tony Romo's fault. No. And I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna give Jerry the credit on the new stuff his kids i think have his, his kids uh steven yes yeah, steven. Steven. yeah yeah so, his, so they his begged him not to job. draft manzel <laughs> oh, uh and get um oh, what's his name uh when was he drafted three years ago now frederick no uh the tackle manzel oh manzel no manzel was two years ago yeah he's a rookie last uh year. who did they end up drafting oh, i can't think of his name uh lineman great you guys have the the tackle but they didn't but they he was like they had to like you know tear him away from the phone yeah to not draft manzel that would have been such a cowboys move and he was apparently apparently he was furious with like an owens deal but he jerry jones was he was with his kids but apparently 
you know, he let them make the final decision. He mm-hmm. went with it and it worked out obviously. Cause I was terrified that night. Oh, I thought God. for sure they were going to take him. And I knew, I knew the whole time that guy was, that would have been, that would have been a disaster. Over. Um, only, only the Browns are dumb enough to do that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, but that, but the 2014 Cowboys, I guess I would say, okay. So the Des Bryant catch, no catch. How do you feel about it? I, I was sorry to bring up bad numbers. <laughs> it's it's bad, but it's good. I, it was a catch. And I thought that was I, another I year. That was another year that would have been a Super Bowl for us. I think because because that throw because but I don't. I wasn't. That was one of the year. That was probably the first year in four, five, six years for the Cowboys that I didn't go in the off season like pissed off at them. I wasn't pissed off at Romo. I wasn't pissed off at Jerry Jones. I wasn't pissed off at the team. I thought they played a great game. Green well, Bay was, was because tough, what I, because what I wanted to say about that play, I, I yeah. agree that was a catch. They need to figure out the rules. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, because that game, that play, people forget um, that was fourth and one or fourth and half a yard. Yeah. I mean, it was like fourth and less than a yard. And Romo, I believe, at the line of scrimmage, decides I've got this matchup and screw the yard and calls the play right. to go down the sideline to Des Bryant and delivered. I mean, like the pass had to be perfect as fourth and one. And we're talking about a quarterback that has the balls to change to that play on fourth and one on a cold, windy day at Lambeau. And the ball has to be perfect. And you got to have a little faith in your receiver that he's going to be perfect. That throw was unbelievable. And and so few quarterbacks can make it. And, and imagine if he caught it and it was counted as a touchdown. That would have changed his. That legacy. would change everything. Yeah. Because then they go play Seattle for the championship, right. and who knows what happens? They did beat Seattle already that year. That's they not, had that's, at Seattle. Yeah, at they Seattle. Had. That's not saying anything. But I'm thinking. I was thinking ahead. I'm like, okay, we're playing Seattle. They beat them already at Seattle. They're not going to be scared of it. They yeah. can go in there and win. Yeah. So that was just that one was some bad. That was luck. tough. Yeah. The, there was but I wasn't. I was. I was. I was. You know, disappointed, of course, but. There was a year that I they, wasn't mad at the team that year. There was a year that he was, oh gosh, what what year was the really good Brett Favre year? I think two thousand nine, and the it, uh, the Brett Favre Vikings year, I should say. And uh, Romo was great in the wild card against the Eagles, and then they ran into that Vikings team, and that Viking team was just stacked. Right. Um. So they lost that year. I. I get I get what you're saying that he's had some bad games. I think those play in you know essentially a wild card week 16 games that's are, what people remember are you know? more damning than most of his actual playoff games um i don't think he was particularly bad in that 2007 giants uh giants cowboys game no he wasn't bad um and he in it so okay so so this is interesting because we talked about Aikman has rings and doesn't have stats in the in the regular season like Romo. Romo's, sure. Romo's going to retire with every major Cowboys passing record. Yeah, the stats are impressive for They're sure. They're so impressive. So so let's ask a Cowboys fan, though. Obviously, you're going to say Troy Aikman over Romo. Of course. Rings always. And then you're going to say you're going to take Roger Staubach. You got to. He's right behind him, too. Yeah, of course. Um, and then and then where do you now we're getting into a historical conversation that precedes all you of gotta us. Put, you got to put Romo third. You have to. Over Dandy Don. You have to. You ha- you, look at his. The, the, I know it's a different <laughs> era. It's a completely different era. It is. It's like putting stats. It's, it's like people saying, you know, oh, Pujols but or yeah, Babe Ruth. What, do you but what are we it's actually like, well, comparing here? Right. You know, it's, it's, it's like it's a, it was a different game than. Don Meredith was a completely really good quarterback. different game. Yeah. Cowboys. Yeah. 
Cowboys have for a he didn't win either though. But they've had they've had some great quarterbacks uh, except for two thousand to two thousand six. <coughs> they Don, the Don Meredith Cowboys played twice against the Lombardi Packers in the championship game to get to the Super Bowl. They didn't win, but they were they were close. They would have that that's that it, is farther than Tony's got. It's it's, it's farther true. it's it's substantially farther to go to two straight uh, NFC sure. championship games, and it's a little for it's a I think it's a little more forgiving to say. We lost in the NFC Championship, or actually it was the NFL Championship game right. then, to the Lombardi Packers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I and I didn't watch all those yeah, games that's that okay season either, so I can't. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you didn't, you didn't catch the 66 No, I, you know, I didn't catch NFL those. I didn't, I didn't catch, all, <laughs> I didn't catch uh, you know, week one to week. You see the ice ball? Was it 14? I was going to say. Well, yeah, everybody's seen that on ESPN <laughs> Classic, but I mean, come on. Okay, so then where does Danny White come into this conversation? I don't know if I want to put him. I guess he, yeah, I guess he'd have to be that. I guess he put Meredith and then White, and that's. I guess those are the, your five. That's uh, your five. Those that's are, your five guys. I mean, there's nobody. Those are the five all-time Cowboys quarterbacks. There's nobody really else. You, if you're going to do five, that's it. Yeah, there's nobody else. So it's interesting. What's What's really interesting is all of these guys had um, put <laughs> lengthy careers, right? Like, yeah. So the right. Cowboys first started playing in 1960. I think people sometimes don't realize that that Dallas, for all of the tradition and all the Super Bowls. It wasn't that long ago. They're, by NFL standards, they're they're a younger team. Oh yeah. When you compare yeah. them to right. Green Bay, still have the history of the Giants, Philly, yeah. um, the Redskins. So, yeah, one of the Giants, twenty, like nineteen twenty-two or something, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, See, didn't Houston have a team even before? An Dallas? AFL team. <coughs> they may Maybe have. not. I thought they may have. Probably right around the same. Well, let time. Let me do a little yeah. research and find. Um, yeah, look it up. So, it, so you so you look at those five, and you look at their career stats and how long they played for and Dallas is a as a franchise so this is what the uh 65th 66th 67th year of Cowboys football so you're basically 56th is that it I'm not good at math I can't yeah so can so basically so basically like once a decade you have um you know you have you have a, a pretty we've know, been lucky i, I gotta say i mean pretty, there's some teams uh, because some look at the i don't want to get into the bills minute yet but <laughs> the, <laughs> the bills minute they have some, i forgot some, about the bills they have substantially less you're arguing if in uh, the romo versus minute. meredith and where does danny white come into play and uh, you know at least you're not looking back on a decade of tyrod it's Taylor. hard yeah but i said it's hard to go back to the 60s stats and compare them to 2006 it's just it's it's like baseball you can't it is different eras. I don't know how you can compare. You can compare only in Super Bowl wins. You got to put that first. Well, that's the thing that we, we talk about there. stats, especially like with fantasy football and all the things we talk about nowadays. And the stats are, are such a big thing, but really, the, the, there's only one stat: winning. And it's such a passing game now. I mean, <laughs> of course, Romo looks amazing. Back then, they you know they how many they probably pass the ball less than twenty times. I would say a game. Yeah, it's actually yeah. become Maybe. such an opposite. So, so it's the opposite. I mean, of that. that's reason enough. I mean, even baseball has the same rules as it did 100 years ago, for the most part. Yeah, but that's why nobody likes baseball anymore because they, they it, refuse to change in the time. I love baseball, <laughs> but it is that's a that's a different podcast. <laughs> we'll have that one base, again. Baseball cracks. I have a lot of people that get mad at me for saying that, but uh, I I don't. Um, baseball cracks me up when you see these stats lists and like, like everything some, else in the like, world changes and like the world changes. They'll, they'll be it's like, oh, so and so hit. This many doubles in a row. Yeah, this many days. And then you... there's like some guy from 1884. On the list. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, the, oh, the pitchers and stuff. Like Cy Young won 300 something games. Yeah. And it's like, 
Yeah. No, more than that. It was like, oh God, it was like four. I think it was like 400. Five. It seems like everybody is so worried about being able to now have the same to stats to compare. Yeah. You know, right. do, do we always have to have the same stats to compare? Like if we screw with the game, all the stats in the history are, no. No, are, are, are null and void. Right. You can't you do can't that. You can't anymore. say, oh, from 1900 to 1950, the home run record is this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's different. You can't do that. So you still got to go by that. But yeah, but have it's some tough context. because people are, they come to context for sure. Yeah. So... So that's why. So I get you know. So I guess that's why uh, winning and Super Bowls and and rings and playoff appearances. Gotta, so I guess much you gotta you gotta start with that, right? And, and Sam, I know we we talked a lot about um, Dallas and the and the quarterbacks, and I know this was the Dallas um, the the Dallas podcast, but it was kind of the Dallas Giants podcast. Yeah. And also, so real quickly, um, what are your thoughts on uh, Giants quarterbacks over the years? Oh gosh! Not, um, I know. This, we, is, we, we, oh, we, gosh. We this, this would have to be a separate podcast. So. Sure, sure. Oh, I no. mean, a, a quick, a brief, uh, you know, a, a brief synopsis uh, from, uh, on the spot. I'm sorry. So there's, to put a, you on so the spot, there's a. But. So I don't know how you guys feel about this, but there's a difference between your favorite and the most accomplished. Sure, sure. So, so the most accomplished uh, has to be Eli. Sure. Because yeah. Sims has two rings, but he didn't actually play in the second Super Bowl. Eli won two Super sure, Bowls and sure. is going to retire. For what it's worth, we talked about stats and how they change, but for what it's worth, Eli's going to retire probably as a giant and with uh, every major passing record and the two Super Bowls. Now, that being said, a lot of Giants fans that were old enough to watch the Sims teams of the 80s would tell you that those Giants teams year in and year out competed a lot better than these Giants teams. Remember, th- th- this Eli stretch, if not for that second Super Bowl, that's the only time they went to the playoffs in the last seven years. Sure, and yeah. Lots, lots yeah. of really bad, and, and Rick pointed out... Um, Rick and the Sims years that, were really when I was becoming excited about them. And, and, and that's when the Giants were really tough every year. And even if they didn't win the Super Bowl they were giving the 49ers a tough game in the playoffs. Sure. Um, they, they were consistently really good in a tough NFC East and a tough NFC with the 49ers and the Redskins and the Bears. And, yeah. Um, so, I, so I get it if somebody says Sims. Now, all of that being said, when, and I mean, I get it if an old-timer wants to say Charlie Connerly. But, yeah, people uh, go back to the Tarkenton days. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but for me, my, my favorite will always be Jeff Hostetler. Okay. That's just, you know. And that was only a few a years, right? And, came in as a backup and won the Super Bowl. That was the that 1990 Giants. So he was at 88, 89, Walls. 90, and then uh, 91, 92, where he was actually starting. Well, he didn't start a lot of games in the late 80s unless Sims was hurt. Yep. And then in 1990, late in the season is when Sims got knocked out for the rest of the year. Yep. So he did he started two games in 90 it looks like. And then, the, and then 12 in 91 and Sims Sims started four. And then 94 and then Kent Graham with three. 90 91 92 were really tough because all of a sudden the Giants had two Super Bowl winning quarterbacks on the roster. Yeah. And players didn't move between teams as easily then, so the Giants had to decide what sure. to do. And they ultimately wound up keeping Sims for the 93 season, but that wound up being his last, and Jeff Hostetler wound up in uh, playing out west for the Raiders. Okay. So I think he initially was on the L.A. Raiders and then was there when they moved to Oakland. But Do you think Collins, minus his personal issues, could have been a better quarterback than he was? Loved, loved the, the, those few Kerry Collins years because after Hostetler's gone and Sims retires, 
the Giants go into those dark years with Kent Graham and Dave Brown. Yep, yep. And those, and that's when the Cowboys. And Danny Cannell. That's when the Cowboys are just routinely kicking the shit out of the Giants. Danny Cannell. At least they won. At least they won the division that year. Yeah, when oh, he yeah, started. yeah, yeah. Um, that that was kind of a towards the end of the Cowboys' dominance. But um, so after all of that, to have Kerry Collins come in, who you knew was at least really talented, was encouraging for sure. Giants fans. And then the 2000 season, they kind of came out of nowhere, and they go 12 and four, and they, I prefer to just forget about the Ravens Super Bowl that year, sure, and just say the season ended with the championship. That was just the end of it. The, 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 the 41 to zero over the Vikings championship game. The season ended that day, um, and then two years later, uh, you know, it was the 49ers debacle. Oh my god, that playoff game! game. Uh, I was I have talked about that many times. My. My hours at Kahunaville. I was but, not happy about but, that. But, I, but to answer your question, I look back on those those few years of Kerry Collins as the starter. With you know, ba- basically, I you know I look back favorably on that. At least that's when the Giants got back to being relevant. Sure, made sure. it to a Super Bowl, went to the playoffs a couple yep. times, and and at least were respectable again because yeah. for for much because he had some talent. It's just the inconsistency weren't. is what I just I just remember used to drive me up a wall. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, but but Collins, uh, Collins was, in some ways, was a lot like Romo. He he's got, he he retired with a lot of uh, statistics and lots of regular season wins. Um, so Rick, the Tony Romo injury this year. Uh, I guess. I, well, let's start there. Do you think he's going to come back? This always is going to yeah. make me pee, yeah. so I'm going to yeah, go pee, too. and you guys talk about that. <laughs> we just take this into the bathroom here? Yeah, we'll take it into the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> just take the microphones. Well, why, did you, why did you guys finish up? We'll, you should have we'll, gave we'll, me a bucket we'll, over we'll, here we'll, or something. Yeah. Thank God but, no one can see you. Talk a little podcast. bit about this, and then we'll, we'll, 40 ounces we'll, in we'll do a little uh, We'll do a little break sponsored by uh, we'll, uh, uh, what's his name there. We'll do our Tony Romo talk yeah, here. You, you guys want to do that? You want to take a little break now, or do you want to finish up on Romo? Let's – Let's take a let's take a take a quick break, which sure. will break. impact the listeners yeah. because yeah, we're right about uh, at a perfect time for that. Right. I think that'll right. be good. So we'll be right back. All right. Well, we are back. I think that uh, everybody had to use the uh, the men's Thank, room. Thanks there. again to <laughs> Kirkwork for supplying the ammo to force a biology break halfway through the podcast. Absolutely. Yeah, typically during the drink of the day, we go with something that's usually a little on the higher quality, less quantity. Yeah. This, um, this we're definitely going with the quantity side here. So that, quantity, that, that so. precipitated the, the, the bathroom break. Okay. So, so, yeah, so we may be Ubering at around lovely Liverpool tonight. <laughs> that's um, right. <clears throat> if they had Uber. By the way, there was – there's a big bridge out in Liverpool to get to the show tonight. Just so, just uh, more more reason to dislike Liverpool. Uh, total fuck okay. sandwich. Hold the mayo. So we, <laughs> so we, so we left off with Tony Romo. We're going to talk a little Tony Romo, Dak Prescott, and, and finish up on the Cowboys. Then we're going to get into some fantasy stuff. So, um, so Rick, uh, we go into this year, and I say we because even I was excited to see how good the Cowboys could be. Um, <laughs> what's going to happen? Is he going to come back? How soon? How do you feel about this? I think he comes back. Um, hmm. He said sooner than later. I know those things can always change. Um, the best way to describe it, um, Tony Romo, being a Dallas fan of the Tony Romo era is like being a child of divorce. Um, Tony Romo okay. is kind of your deadbeat dad. 
a couple times okay. a year. He comes through Christmas, birthday, big presents. Okay. Exciting news. Uh, lots okay. of talk. And, you know, then it's your Little League World Series or you just had a great report card. Who is the, he's nowhere uh, to be who's found. the mother in that relationship? But like, you know, I haven't figured, I haven't figured that out. I haven't figured that <laughs> out yet. That far into this, uh, I haven't figured that. Analogy. Okay, no. okay. <laughs> but that's how I feel sometimes. <laughs> you know, he's just, uh, he gives you some, you know, those great games where, as I said, he throws 350 yards, three yep. touchdowns. He looks amazing. You know, no picks, dominates. And then, you know, he comes back or he throws three picks, throws for 100 yards, doesn't show up. Or he comes back and, you know, he falls a little awkwardly and all of a sudden his uh, shoulder is broken in a million pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what to expect. I think he'll be back for sure. Uh, probably after the bye week. I think their bye week's week seven. Yeah. So he's targeting week eight. Um, I think no matter how good Prescott is, they're going to bring Tony back. It's his team. Sure. Um, he's not at all <laughs> like <laughs> on his way out. I would say as far as talent, um, as far as health, I don't know. If he gets hurt one more time, any more times, that could be the end of his career. Mm. And that wouldn't surprise me at all. I could see him coming back in two games, getting sacked, hitting his back, and never plays again. But, uh, I mean, I hope that doesn't happen. I, Talent-wise, we need him on the field. It's never – you know, I never enjoy seeing somebody get hurt – Unlike you that want the ball to die in a fiery no, plane crash. All, all of them. Um. All of them. <laughs> the Giants to be 0-16 every year, plane crashes. All the time, yeah. <laughs> the um, So the Cowboys – so let's look at – let's talk about the Cowboys schedule. Um, okay, 0-1 after week one. Tough tough game, 20-19. They go at Washington, and Washington was uh, less than impressive last night. I think they can win that game. I think they can. I I still, I think Washington's better than how they looked. Uh, Cousins certainly looked very good last season. Here's the deal, though. Here's the deal with him. Let's talk about this because Jeff sure. loves individual player conversations because then mm-hmm. he can chime right, in right, with right. his fantasy nerd numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So Cousins, so, so Cousins last two games. So so Cousins did look good last year. The They're NFC East more was, than competent. Yeah. W- yes, the NFC East was terrible. Uh, the Redskins schedule worked well for them down the stretch but his last two games were at home for the playoffs against green bay now no one expects him to be aaron Rodgers, but he was not good in that game no and last night uh they were at home last night too were they at home or away last night? i don't it, regardless it's september um, but pretty it, sure they were away. okay so they're at pittsburgh say. but um yeah, they were yeah but ben roethlisberger's great and cousins stunk so yeah. I'm just I'm I'm not sold on him. Um, right I, now, just so you know, Washington is a probability of sixty four and a half percent to win that game. So, so we'll see what we'll we'll see what happens. I I was excited for if I was a Redskins fan, which I never would be, but I was excited for. You. We talked about it when Kevin was in on the season preview show that that we thought Washington had a pretty darn good defense, probably the best in the division. They didn't look good last night. Cousins didn't look good. Um, and I thought the way Pittsburgh played Cousins, which was keep everything in front of us, only give them the very short routes and pounce on it, and eventually he's going he's gonna to make mistakes. And I expect Dallas to do the same thing this week. I think okay. I, I think Dallas will play that Yeah, they're looking at Cousins to have about 12 fantasy points, but he's still $7,800, so I don't think he's, I don't think he's uh, much of a pickup at all. No, I, I'm not ready to put him in you know top 10 category. 
Yeah, I think I, he's good. I think he can be good. Maybe he's another <laughs> another Romo. You know, the regular season hero. I don't know. It's a it's a it's but. a big game. Uh, I think Dallas can win. Then then they've got yeah. Then they've got two NFC bottom feeders. They've got Chicago and San, and at San Francisco. Very winnable games. Did San Francisco look really good to you last night, or were the Rams that bad? Uh, good question. The Rams are. The Rams have to figure figure out what the hell they're doing. Why why Jared Goff's not playing is beyond me because Case Keenum was there terrible. a reason for that? It said he was a healthy scratch, but I mean, what is that? That usually but just means we like this other guy better. Yeah, but. exactly. And for several weeks now, throughout, because I don't know if you watch Hard Knocks, but Hard Knocks, and then just even if you're just paying attention. Oh, to, is it LA this season? Yeah, and, I haven't watched that in a couple of years. And even if you're just paying attention to the news about the Rams throughout preseason, it became pretty clear that he wasn't going to start the season sure, and that yeah. he might be uh, not even active for these games. The Rams offense is so primitive. <laughs> if he can't Great handle word. that, what is, wh- what are they doing? Um, they're a mess. They are a mess. And, and I think San Francisco is well coached. I was actually very happy when the Eagles parted ways with Chip Kelly. I didn't want to deal with him for the next decade. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I you know, somehow Chip Kelly got the best out of Blaine Gabbert last night. He's it not a bad quarterback. He's really, he's really not. No, and and I thought San Francisco game planned well. Their their defense, I expected very little of, and they, and they look good. Um, again, the Rams offense very primitive, and Blaine Gabbert was taking everything the the Rams defense would give him. The defense I thought was going to be the strength of the Rams, and they didn't even look good. Right, um, they, they fucked me in fantasy big time. You you started Rams defense I, yeah, on the Kirkwork game. In actually. the Kirkwork game, that's okay. what fucked me. I would have uh, I would have had that gift card. <laughs> uh, Peterson, I might as well have bent over and grabbed my ankles because <laughs> I would have been surfing on Amazon all day on looking that for one. stuff to buy. That's the only thing. He had what three nope. fantasy points? I mean, come on. Uh, so it, Rams had know. one fantasy point. Yeah, that's so uh, me big time. So Kirkwork, so again, thanks to Kirkwork providing the OE and I love uh, Kirkwork and shattering everybody's dreams on these almost uh, gift cards. So yeah, Adrian Ooh. Peterson, uh, three point one. If you want to throw one to the fantasy fifth place points, come on, winner. Go ahead. Eighty-two hundred dollars, three point one fantasy points. Who did win the Kirkwork gift card? Uh, the oh, Kirkwork gift card was won by Jim Stevenson, a good okay. buddy of mine from high school. It just joined us this year. Yeah. Very good. All right. Very excited. Second place was the Turkey Slayer, my brother-in-law. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was actually a really tight race, and we'll—I uh, don't know if we're getting there yet, but once we do, I will give you a little more detail on that as well. So let's just let's just quickly uh, some cowboy stuff. So uh, I kind of drew this up and. Uh, <laughs> tried to predict how they'll go and i felt like i'll show you what i what i came up with yeah let me see what you got here i felt like <laughs> if they could get to two and two in the first four that would be okay i'd be happy with that i think they can they, be they could uh, lose at washington next week or they you never know what the divisional games they, they're all they always play each other tough now i can see that too now then what i like and i need to make sure i'm still talking to the mic here what i like is that cincy and at green bay Two very difficult games are early, so if, so if Romo is not back, that's okay. You get those uh, two games out of four play. is not ideal. It's not, but then I'd you, rather be five hundred by the time he comes back. I feel like we'd have a much better chance then. But okay, but then you've got Philly. I don't buy into them just because they beat up on Cleveland yesterday. No. Speaking of which, at Cleveland now at Pittsburgh is a tough game. Baltimore at home doable. Washington on Thanksgiving at Minnesota is a tough game. At the Giants. Eh, 
it's going to be close. They're going to be in it no matter right, what. Of course. Yeah. And then you've got Tampa Bay, Detroit, and at Philly. It's a great, the great end they, of the year. You know that the last six, seven games there, that gives them. But we can't be three and seven at that point either. So true. Um, but I, I, I think it plays out. The the, the division's not. Nobody's going to be sitting at. No, it's like last year. It's up for grabs. Yeah. Who wants it? So, so you and and you think no matter what, Dallas could be six and one, and if Romo's back, he's playing. If we're six and one, <laughs> I'd be extremely happy with that, and I'd be happy. Romo and then how? Back. And then how torn would you be on? Dak? Well, it depends how Dak plays. If he plays okay. like last night, and they, let's be honest, they one or two more seconds on the clock, Dallas wins that game. Terrence yep. Williams, I don't know. Yep. I've watched that play a bunch of times now. I'm not sure if he gets out, even if he sprints as if he just hard sprints as he can. Out. As as I'm not sure yeah. he would have made it anyway. Yeah, he might not have. Obviously, he did the complete opposite stupid fucking thing he could have done. But yeah. if he got, I don't know if he would have got out anyway. But two more seconds on the clock, we would have got that field goal off. Game would have been won. Agree. I'm not upset at that. I was. I was. More Seems happy. like these type of games always come down to something. Right, like and that, I was. You know? I was happier to see that we had a you know, was decent quarterback yeah, that could fill yeah. in for a couple of weeks. If he plays like that and they win, I said they go 500 by the time he comes back or four and three, I'd be happy with that. But I mean, I'd be he thrilled with four and three if I was Cubs. I mean, that was, I said that was his first game of the season. He's a rookie, you know, right in the spotlight right away against the Giants, giant, giant divisional game. Yeah. I, yeah. I think he did well. Yeah, uh, he didn't make on. mistakes. If he continues that and improves even at all. I think we'll definitely win a couple of those games, and you know, and I, I haven't seen if his his price has gone up um, on Fanduel or DraftKings yet. I should take a look. But five thousand dollars, he was a great he was a great pickup last week, even though he did a little less than I predicted. What was his points there? Um, he did ten point two eight points, eh. and he was predicted to do about fourteen. And at five thousand dollars, I mean, we're we're at four hundred bucks a point at yeah, Fanduel. I mean, that's pretty good. You could spend money other places. I, for fantasy value, I would say it's kind of low. I so value wise, he was the he was the, what he was predicted to be as the highest player in the entire NFL. Right. Last week, he did not end up. That did not end up going that way at all. Right. If he scored into the high teens, that would have been a great pick. But it, it, I, it would have been. But at five thousand dollars, if a quarterback at four to five hundred dollars a point is pretty isn't bad. He was as long as he spent it, uh, you know, other places. Right, but we'll right. we'll break down my my picks and see what your thoughts are on those later as well. What uh, why? Why did they abandon Ezekiel Elliott in the run game so quickly yesterday? I don't. I got it. I mean, I'll give Giants uh, defense credit for that. Okay. They were they weren't giving him much. Yeah. Um. I don't think I I saw some stuff I liked out of him. He got a couple runs in there. He wasn't getting anything big though. Were you happy? He was with getting that a four pick? or five run. Yeah, I was. Okay. Um. I mean, it's hard to say after one week, but. So let's do. I let, liked what I saw to him and Prescott. I was. Not as bummed that they lost. I mean, it's game one. <laughs> He's starting a rookie quarterback, rookie tight or uh, rookie running back. Uh, I thought they both looked good enough for now. So we've got so we've got your Cowboys expertise in studio, and we've got uh, Jeff's nerd brain sitting right here. So let's do a little fantasy reality, both. Um, <laughs> so so Rick from a from from the Cowboys real NFL games perspective. Who steps up to help Dak on offense? Because Des Bryant did not have a good game. That was something I was going to talk about. You need to get the ball to him more. Um, again, I'll, I'll credit the Giants' defense for that. They really kind of shut him down. Um, Dude, I was surprised. But does the Cowboys' coaching staff, especially 
um, on offense have to do they need to draw something up to get the ball into his hands quicker and more frequently at the beginning of the game to get him involved I don't know if Prescott was ready to make those kind of plays yet and that's what I'm saying do they need to reroute him a little yeah bit? Uh, I mean I don't know not that he was afraid he looked he looked very confident out there he looked he made some smart moves I don't think he looked um, scared to make a big play but I no. thought Prescott was smart about not throwing right into right. dangerous situations right. right but a lot of the 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 patterns that Des Bryant is typically running Are they're dangerous. not yeah I can't believe we're bringing up Cole Beasley's name again but they're Cole! not they're not the Cole Fucking Beasley patterns no they aren't <laughs> no they aren't no, and they I are. wonder if they have to get creative with, with how they get him the ball I, th- I think they will you know I I understand I said he's that's a big that's a big spotlight you don't want to be the guy that it's just throwing out there and throwing three picks yeah. in the first game and then just totally destroy any confidence that the fans and the team has in you. Jeff, Des Bryant, and and now yeah, and now no Tony Romo. Uh, how? What's what's? Are you going to get your money's worth in your daily lineups if you go ahead so, and play Des Bryant? I think you wait till his cost comes down a little bit. Um, we're projecting. 12.2 fantasy points on FanDuel. So obviously it's going to be a little bit different on the PPR leagues because they're only 0.5 PPR league yeah. with um, FanDuel, but you get a full point on. So I, if I'm at DraftKings, I would be looking at them. Um, I, we're, I'm projecting about 65 yards receiving for him, which is uh, not good uh, for him. Not, not great for him. So um, and doing that over five or six receptions. So, um, he's got an average of about eight eight yards per uh, per play, so we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. But um, I would pick him up on the one point PPR leagues, but not on the half point PPR leagues. Okay, he's not a he's not a PPR guy. Yet. No, yeah, he's a no, guy that's no. going to maybe get six catches, but he's going to for 150 yards on a good day. It, yeah, there's games where he has three for 120 right, and a touchdown. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Okay, so so back to Ezekiel Elliott. Do you anticipate so first? Uh, on the field, Rick, do you anticipate that anyone playing Dallas is going to play shut down that run game first and force Prescott to beat them? I guess that's the game plan now, but I mean, Elliott's going to get his touches. That's still a great offensive line. It is. I, they're going to they're going to run. The they're going to the they're going to keep running him. He's going to get his touches. He's going to get his runs. So, Jeff, back to fantasy. How yep. soon would you recommend him as a play? Like is is he a possible play? Is Elliott for for Dallas a possible play this week in in your daily fantasy lineups, um, or otherwise? So as far as Elliott goes, I project Elliott um, about twelve and a half points, about sixty rush yards, um, maybe twenty yards receiving. Um, I don't know. His cost isn't out yet. I think he's going to be just under eight thousand dollars, probably. Too much. That's um, expensive. And I think Too it's much. just going to be for, from a for pro, running back a, a cost yeah. per point. Um, I just think he's going to be a little bit high, so I, I would stay away from him personally. Depends okay, how you so, want to play. So I mean, Rick has a, different styles. So here's a hybrid uh, because this is good for the Cowboys on the field and possible fantasy sleeper. Who do you see outside the big names? Be, so beyond Bryant, Witten, Elliott, who you know the team better than we do. Give our give our listeners a couple. Uh, I hate, I hate to say Terrence Williams <laughs> after after the way Sunday ended. I hate ended. to say that. Cole Ble- I mean Cole Beasley in a PPR league. Go, yes. If you're if you're running sure, three, yeah. if you're uh, what is it? Fan, I can't hate remember, him, but I can't that remember, makes sense. <laughs> remember FanDuel or DraftKings does three wide receivers. Uh, both of them do. They both do that. Yep. Uh, for a third wide receiver, Cole Beasley is going to be cheap every week. Sure. And if you've got a little money left, uh, he might 
you know, he might get eight, nine receptions. If you're running a full point on those, that's he's gonna you're gonna get your value and more out of him. Sure. Because they're gonna throw those little plays. They're gonna throw to him. Yeah. I mean, he might get 50 yards, but he might get you know if it's on seven, eight, eight catches, nine though. receptions. <laughs> yeah. You're uh, you're cleaning up for his price. Yeah. Sure. Sure. That's good. That's this is the most Cole Beasley's ever been talked about. Yeah, and the difference with DraftKings, you get you have the flex as well. So we right. need to. I'm gonna need. To, I'm gonna need to. Uh, hopefully, Cole Beasley's on Twitter. I'll send him a tweet with a link to the show. You have say, to. You have just to. so you know, we talked you up in PPR leagues, and one of our co-hosts who you've never heard of really hates you. Right? Yeah, <laughs> and, and for no good what reason other than the way your hair and mustache looks. <laughs> no, no um, real reason behind it. So, so yeah, lots of Cole Beasley talk today. I, I didn't see that coming. All yeah. right, Rick. Uh, Cowboys defense is a fantasy play. No. Any value? No. Uh, they're average to below average. Yeah, depends who they're playing. Some of these easier games, I mean, ugh, I, it'd be hard to recommend them any week. I think you could probably always do better. They have. They're not going to be strong. They're going to be, you know, they'll they'll have some games they play better than others, of course. But I think uh, for fantasy value, I'd say probably zero. Yeah, I mean they they're the, be the, pretty desperate. We're looking at they're not going to totally lose all that ten points, so they might come out around seven points. And they're going to allow twenty five points. Um, couple sacks they might get to, to add back to it, so I figure they're going to get seven no, points. Uh, but they're uh, they're not cheap um, for for that for that kind of points. They're so not a strong it. fantasy play, no. Yeah, you probably get you might get cheaper guys at better value. Yeah, yep. definitely. Okay. Um, all right, so Jeff, we talked a little bit about the games, and mm-hmm. thanks again to Kirkwork uh, for some sponsorships. You talked about uh, Jim having one. You talked about Turkey Slayer. Yeah. Uh, we need to get Turkey Slayer on when we do our Viking show later. We do, show. we do. He's a big fan. Um, so, so you, uh, you guys are doing a Vikings show. <laughs> well, hey, we, we, we we figure <laughs> figure we we, we right. have to, right? <laughs> All right. We should we should plug. Okay. Uh, two weeks from now, get ready. Uh, our friend Nicole is going to come in and join us for the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's going to be exciting. And that is that is going to be uh, that's going to be pretty good. Rick's setting the bar pretty high for these <sighs> these specialized. Yeah, fuck uh, the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should have Rick on at the same time. <laughs> I don't even hate them. I just I don't like they have more. I don't like they have more Super Bowls. Cowboys just, uh, it rubs me the wrong way. Cowboys yeah, yeah. Steelers have an interesting Super Bowl history. Yeah, having, they have having played. They've yeah. had some big games. Um, yeah. So, uh, so so yeah, we're gonna do. I'm glad that came up in conversation. We're going to do that a lot of that this year. Uh, we have uh, a couple other – we'll tell you about Nicole coming on in a couple of weeks. Uh, later on in the season, we have some more lined up. Yeah. Uh, so you guys that are out there listening, especially if you're local and you want to come on and you think this was a good idea, let us know. Give us feedback on Facebook, Twitter, whatever, and we'll or email us. Most, yeah. A lot of you <laughs> have our numbers. Text us, uh, and yeah, we'll, for sure. we'll make that happen because it's going really well. This is fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been a lot of fun. Now, Jeff, we, ju- we just started talking about Cowboys and fantasy impact, and I know you wanted to spend some time lamenting your own lineup from last weekend. In, I do. In I do. What I would like to do is, um, just before I get into that, I just want to reiterate um, the free game of the week that was presented by Kirkwork and how much we appreciate that. Again, Kirkwork provides custom software solutions for small and medium business. Is. Um, so... Uh, Again, Sweet Pete, I like to call him. Uh, he's very good at what he does, and we appreciate him coming in and uh, and doing that for us. So I'll congratulate the winner, uh, Jim Stevenson, one more time. First place, won a $50 Amazon gift card for playing for free. So That's great. The, the fact that these games take as long as they do to fill up just dumbfounds me. 
if we can fill them up quick, I can get more sponsors for more of them. So uh, I just want to reiterate to everybody, the minute you get those free links, sign it up, and we'll, we can do more and more every week. So I'm really excited. Again, Turkey Slayer, um, John, good job. And second place wins a $25 gift card. Excellent. Um, all so, courtesy of Kirkwork. All courtesy of Kirkwork. So we have Great. to send those out. You know, we're going we're gonna to get those out and, and go from there. But, uh, yeah, you know, it, it was one of those things with my pick, Sam, that I was – I, I was one player away, and it was the one player, I guess, that that I figured – I mean, really at the end I came out at 116 points, and the win, winner in this one um, was at 135 points. Yeah, you were way down there. Um, I, don't, I don't know why you thought you were close. Well, here's the thing. Oh, this is you, right? Here's the Jay thing. Jay Deber? Jay Deber, that's okay, me, that's yeah. You? So let's let's talk about that for a little oh, bit. Oh, boy. Be- okay, let's because, talk. Because um, – This is where Jeff thinks that he was so close to winning. Adrian so Peterson, oh, not that three – Point one points. Had he just done what he was projected to do, I was there for the win. Okay. I so mean, three point one. What, what's going on? He's eighty two hundred dollars. Can't Somebody go by projections. All right, so I Jeff, go by him, and I win very, so Jeff, very often. And really, I didn't this time, and it no, bothers me. I, no, I'm really disappointed in you. So, uh, so Jeff and I. Uh, so those of you that are local know, um, spend a lot of time at uh, at, at Good Buddies, a, a local establishment. We do. We, 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 do. we were there. We were there just. A few weeks ago, and, and yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're, we're these two idiots at the bar with literally with our laptops doing some some website drinking coffee and, nonetheless. And design. Yeah. <laughs> we were drinking coffee that mm-hmm. night, um, and and we look up at the you know we're planning out the the website and some of the stuff we're doing this year, and, and we look up at the TV and we notice the news about Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. So you were there. You knew this. We, I know. We had a debate with another. Uh, but I figure we're, run, we're talking running back here. I mean, so 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 starting quarterback goes down. Mm-hmm. So you go what, to the running back more. What defensive coordinator in his right mind in week one isn't going to say, okay, they're without a quarterback. We're gonna obviously we're go gonna there. stop Adrian. But you don't Peterson think he's gonna force. go there a little bit? I mean, three point one points. I'm not. I'm, I'm okay. not surprised. No, so that's what. So this is what I need the help. This is what I want to talk about I'm, because I'm not surprised. the numbers. You know, the the numbers obviously in this case meant absolutely nothing. So what you're saying is in that case that um, I I looked at it as okay. Well, I'm going to go with the running back, uh, the quarterback. They're going to have to rely on it. The defense obviously picks up on that and, and shuts he, it down. He's becoming more of a high risk, high reward player mm-hmm. as it is. And Rick, jump in with, with whatever. Yeah. Thoughts well, you have. he's. I don't want to say he's old because he's, Cause he's four years younger than I am. <laughs> he's super, and, he, and he's a machine. He's a super, but, super human. Super high risk as far as Father uh, Time is undefeated. I know that. Yeah. And uh, he's on the wrong side of 30. He was amazing last year coming off that injury. Yes. But there's only so far you can go as a running back. Yeah. He's been starting running back in the NFL for what now? This has got to be his what? Like 10th year. Definitely 10th year. Like 2007 was a lot of, a lot of mileage on him. That's not, they don't, you don't always fall off the cliff and this could just be the one game. And of course, Teddy Bridgewater is gone. You don't have anything else to defend against, but it's just not. And and Bridgewater wasn't a, wasn't a lights out quarterback to begin with, but he's a lot better than what they have right now. But it's, it's somewhat of a threat. Yeah. But he he was a threat and (laughs) he could run. Yeah. No, he, and, uh, well, They'll miss him this year. You got uh, Diggs there, who's good. Yep, but uh, yeah, the Vikings. Offense, Who was a decent pickup this past week? Yeah, the Vikings' offense was not. It, it isn't primitive the way I described the Rams earlier. No. but it's not. It's not explosive and dynamic enough to stretch the field and sure. open things up for him on a regular basis. Right. So you're relying on him 
being the Adrian Peterson in your mind from yeah. all the from the past decade. And Rick points out yeah. wisely that well, what pains eventually me, he's not that. What pains player. me is that David Johnson I picked up in, in in the other in the other pieces. Had I done that, I won that that game. So had I just put David G's, David Johnson in there at almost twenty fantasy points, that's that was where I was for the win. It was that I one. I sympathize that, with you a little so there's bit. There's a thirty year old like, guy or a twenty three year old guy, and, and and I picked him and and I did well on the DraftKings side, but I did not on the FanDuel side. But that is the difference. Um, had I just made just not swapped out Peterson last second. But when you have these discussions, you have to assume every other team who had one or two bad starters still had their bad picks. Oh yeah, but yeah, you yeah, nailed yeah, all yeah, of yeah, your yeah, picks. yeah, 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 <laughs> I did, I did, I did. That's my that's my favorite part but, of any sports conversation yeah. is oh, if we had just done this, will you assume that the other team still made all the? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly. I know how that works. So, but Sterling Shepard wasn't it wasn't a bad pickup at eleven point eight points, and he was one of my sleepers this week. Um. You know, it's hard to win these fans. I mean, you got to pick three, four, five guys really that consistent. do over twenty points yeah. to really win. I mean, you gotta, and, and getting the you strategy, hit on five top guys. You do, and it's getting done. the strategy. So if I'm playing in the fifty-fifty leagues or the you know the cash ones where um, I put in two to you know double my money or do whatever I'm going to do, um, obviously I want to go close to the board. I want to pick the, the the people that are going to be consistent. But the only way you're going to win the tournaments and win the big money is you got to you got to find a couple sleepers. And then you have to go with the superstars, and they have to perform. That's the only way to win them. I say, if you want to go up to mine, I was in fifth place. <laughs> I had one, two, three. <laughs> I, I like four. how you say go up to your well, up. I had, I had five guys, like 22, 20, 20, 18, 20. Was oh, that you? And right I got, there, I RJY, fifth, is that bed you Yeah, always? and I was fifth place. Who's your little? Oh, I, had, I, oh, I, I see. I had five guys that were at 20 points or over 20 points or close to it, and I, I was fifth place. And let's put yours up against mine. So you had Carr there. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon Marshall hurt you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, L.A. Rams. It's always one. Oh, the Rams did not help at all. Yeah, put in my fucking button, went to town. With right, one yeah, point. they did. They did. They enjoyed that. Anybody else would have been a better pick. Uh-huh. So that was Lumberg with the coffee thing on yeah, the back. Yeah, mm. that, yeah. So, all right, <laughs> this didn't work out for me. No. So we spent a few minutes on the Cowboys and now the new quarterback, and we talked about to Rick about who he expects to step up or not. Jeff. Um, We've seen a week now of the Giants. Yeah. They were at least better than what we saw the first team do in preseason against the Bills and the Jets. Yes. So that's good news. Um, Who do you think, let's say other than Odell Beckham Jr., we all know he's going to be great, but um, based on what you've seen and based on even just what you anticipate, who, who do you think, where do you think you can find some value on New York Giants players going forward in your lineups i did well with shepherd um okay. you know i think that uh you know he's good i think he's gonna be a little more involved and i think he's uh for me right now he's he's inexpensive so from a fantasy perspective yeah um he didn't totally blow it up so much that his price is going to go way up um i'd have to check and see what he's at my guess is probably this week he's going to be o- around the six grand area um, so I still think that you you pick him up uh, you pick him up earlier, but uh, Rick's, Rick's saying no. Rick's doing, I, what about Rick Cruz? Cruz? Well, looked, Cruz, uh, Cruz I mean, looked good this week. I I don't know if it's an anomaly or what. I don't yeah, know if I'm quite right. ready. It's week one. You can't. That was the thing. I mean, I was. Ex- I, trust me, I was there at the bar going Cruz. I was excited. Right. He's back. Everything's good. I don't know it's if he makes it through a couple more games and everything's fine. Maybe um, he's probably one. I bet he went for what. Three high threes, maybe four. That uh, yeah, that would have been. Would, I mean, well, Cruz paid was off, dirt cheap. Yeah, it would have been a great I, pick. If he's yeah. going to be at the same dollar value, I'd 
plug him in at third wide receiver. Yeah, sure. I agree That's with you. I there. agree How with you for sure. Now, what, what I think matters is – I'm not as good at, at uh, fantasy as you guys are, but just from a – No, from but you a, did uh, – well, you say that, but Sam, if I'm not – Mistaken, you were in third place in our ten-player game. I will. I feel better about myself if I say I'm not good at fantasy. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> um, so right. just from a watching the games perspective, what I wonder is mm-hmm. how the reason that I think Cruz and Shepard both are that, that there's going to be some value is I think the Giants are going to be in three receiver sets a lot. Sure. And sure. I think they like sharp in the slot. I think they like. Um, I think they like their tight end, the pass catching tight end. I said sharp. Um, Oh, what is his name? Uh, guy from Grambling. I forget, it'll come back to me in a second. But I think they're going to have the tight end, and obviously Beckham's your split end. Sure. And then two slot receivers. Uh, they also like Vereen out of the backfield yeah. as a receiver. The Giants' offensive line does not get a lot of push in the run game, and I think they're going to be in passing situations a lot. And I think you can probably you know depend. It's hard because who do you pick between Shepard and Cruz? But yeah, I think it almost is going to be game to game. Yes, but I, I th- and, and uh, you know I'm a big fan of the the quarterback receiver and and, and you like to double up. I love the double up. That's for me. It's fun to watch that way. And when it works, it works. But when it falls apart, it falls apart quick. So so keep an eye on the Giants. I I don't picture uh, Rashad Jennings or any of the running backs lighting it up as, via just ground game statistics. No, but, I'm with you. But but Vereen as a as a Piling up yards, rushing, receiving both, and all of those receivers. I I think that's good. Speaking of that, who is that the the big uh, the snacks guy there that on the defense uh, the, the defensive uh, guy the new guy from the Giants. I don't know if he's new or if he's he's just came into us, but he had the mouth guard in with the with the with the teeth in it um, all game long, and they say his 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 name is Snacks. Vernon is that who it is? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't hear that. I didn't hear the yeah. Yeah, that's conversation. conversation. That's what they call him. They call him uh, they call him Snacks, and this guy was but they just, but with was, Vernon, great looking with, good on that side. And yeah, Jenkins. They de- they definitely spent some money on defense, and and it was a little better than than anticipated. So yeah. Um. Okay. We got a. Uh, before I forget, we got a good email from because the receiver conversation, Ryan. We got a good email from uh, Justin in Newport Beach who sends us Green Bay questions a lot, and he asked about um, Packers receivers. And I wanted to talk about that because I thought that Green Bay-Jacksonville game was really fun to watch, A, really fun to watch uh, two days ago, and it was just what in the season preview show what we had talked about with that with Green Bay-Jacksonville. That yes. They're going to go yep. down there, and they're going to be in for a tough game, and Jacksonville's pretty good this year. And yeah. and, if you, and if you're not paying attention, you're going to be surprised that Green Bay's in a tough game, but it's, it's what we expected. Yeah. Um, we said – Way back then, when it was like a six-point spread, we said take Jacksonville to cover, but Green Bay money line. And if you listen to us, maybe you made should have been on the projection uh, sheet. <laughs> um, so, so Jordy Nelson comes back, and not only does he get a lot of targets and catches, but gosh, does Randall Cobb look like a different player when Jordy Nelson's on the field, right? Yeah, I uh, mistakenly used my second round pick in our draft last year on Randall Cobb. And well, didn't didn't go so well. Yeah, but you you this is in uh, Tippett Premier so League. Well. Yeah, except early in the season he was really good because yeah, you and I briefly. had the only I think the only ever double two thousand point game. That's right. Oh, that was that Randall game. Cobb had like three That's touchdowns. Right. On that Monday was that Night game. Football. Yeah, that was that was the highlight of that year. So, so that yeah. was it. Yeah. So I think he had so two he, other touchdowns that whole but year. That was before, like. that was before yeah. Jordy Nelson was out. And wasn't Jordy? I thought he was out the whole year. No, I he, thought he never played a game last year. No, I, I think he started the year and then got injured four or five games. I thought it was preseason, or I thought 
I could have sworn he was gone the entire we'll, year. We'll, go, we'll have Liza look that one up. But, yeah, please, Liza. Um, get on that. Liza, get on but that, would you please? That, I think that – He missed the entire 2015 season. Ra- Randall Cobb is – okay. So Randall Cobb, no matter what, benefits with him on the field. I thought they both oh, – Of course. They, yeah. You know, they both looked good Thanks, Liza, yesterday. Thanks, Liza, by the way. Um, like picking Shepard or Cruz on the Giants – Green Bay has some pretty good Montgomery and Aberderis, and they have some pretty good maybe sleeper third receivers too. And and then they had Janice, the guy that had the, the Hail Mary catches in that right. Arizona playoff game last year, but he's out right now. So, I th- so I'm not going to answer Justin from Newport's question very well other than – I do like in your fan in your daily lineups if you're looking for a third receiver. If Green Bay has a a matchup that week where uh, where they're going to throw a lot, okay, I like taking any of them, Aberdares or Montgomery, as a as a third wide receiver. And that like on the FanDuel, it's like the forty nine hundred dollar right. wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To to fill out your lineup, less, I, yeah. <laughs> I like I like I like them just because I like Green Bay's passing offense. Sure so much better than most teams yeah. um so especially in DraftKings, you always have to look for because you've got you're picking more players because they've got that flex player in there which really yeah. throws you off yeah that that's a, the, a good pick in but there but the uh the one another one that that worked out well for me this weekend was uh in in that last wide receiver spot was uh Terrell Pryor got some points um got some points in the fan duel in that in that I just I like if you can and granted, I'm not the best fantasy player in the world, but on these salary cap fan duel type setups, if you can go get like Antonio Brown and uh, Odell Beckham, say, and then just find a dirt cheap third option at receiver. There's always, there's always guys like that. And, and that's where like week. someone like yep. Green Bay or possibly the Giants you, this year. You were saying prior at 4,900 is what you were? He was cheap. He yeah, was cheap, and I was eight point three points. That wasn't a bad, you know. So that so I and only because I had, again, I, I watched too much football, so I'd watched some Browns in the preseason and seen that he he looked good. Yeah. So um, your kicker cleaned it up for you. That was now the Terrell Pryor pick was a little risky because it's the Browns. <laughs> so how many points can risky. somebody right. generate? Sure, that's, sure. That's why I like <laughs> that's why I like Green Bay though. Uh, when I'm looking Sorry, for like Ryan. a sleeper third receiver. Yeah, it's and now and now RG three out again, and we we were excited for Ryan, and you know Browns quick Browns note it was when season preview show Kevin picked I think it was week four and Kevin picked the the Cleveland Washington game the RG three oh yeah, yeah 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 and now RG three can't even make it to week four so that's it that's, <laughs> I love that so that <laughs> so uh, who is who is uh, M Borden in our in our oh. things. Mike Mike Borden, Mike from Mike from Eastwood, who writes. Mike in from with, Eastwood is the big winner in the uh, ten player. Mike from Eastwood is is the one that writes in with the uh, New England Patriots. Forty five bucks, he won. He's he's got to be great. He had a great lineup here. Yeah, so he won the he won the uh, that's the season game, right? This this was this was a the, one of our leagues. Yeah, yep. Not the Kirk work. Not the Kirk no, work. It was eleven one of our one of the different so leagues we've got going. Yeah. The the these Q's fantasy leagues that we're running through FanDuel are. Really and fun. now, to just announce now, you just re- reminded me, didn't mean to interrupt you, Sam, but we are now not only FanDuel partners, we are now DraftKings partners as oh, of today. We just got, games. We, just got we just got, a, we just got approved as uh, DraftKings, and having said that, if you go on our website, there is a free game sponsored by um, Q-Stack right now. It's sponsored by, because I put a link up, basically, 
Um, but there's a free $100,000 game, so you better get in on it because those things fill up quick. So go ahead, Sam. Sorry, I just wanted to No, I just wanted to say I, I, uh, we haven't talked about this a whole lot with, uh, with now, at least in New York State, and I think pretty much everywhere. Oh, yeah. The daily fantasy is not under assault anymore now that the state's getting a piece of it. Yes. But this, this uh, fear that you get taken if you play, now if you play in these leagues – with people you know, yeah. What a, what a, what a, uh, a great thing to be able to sign up, play yeah. with your friends every week, still enjoy that it's daily fantasy and it's it's only that day's lineup. But we're gonna keep track. It's funny you say that because my friend Jim, um, you know, we were we were messaging back and forth, and he said, "Man, me and my buddy got into this last year, and we were just getting we were just getting killed by everybody." So it's really fun to do it with a bunch of people that we know. Um, and lo and behold, he won it this week. And, you know, it's one of those type of things where you're playing, um, you know, against random people. I think one of the other things they've done to mitigate that a little bit is they've, um, they put in place this beginner, uh, the beginner contest. So if you've only win a, won a certain amount or if you've played in a, in a limited amount of games, you can play against other beginners. Having said that, uh, I need to make sure I get in the beginner. Pool. I, I tried in FanDuel. I don't qualify, unfortunately. I've, I've won. I haven't won much, but I've won enough to not be considered a beginner. But so at DraftKings, so it's pretty meticulous that if it's keeping stats. Oh, it does. Yes, it needs. It knows exactly um, how. If you've won more than twenty five hundred dollars, you're you're not in, which is not me. Um, or you've just have this many W's, whether they're whether they're paid or non-paid, um, it seems to shut you down. So they they did not consider me a beginner. Um, I disagree with that, even though you know we do all this. And uh, I've had some really good games. You know, I've broken 200 before, which I think is um, that's, you know one of the that's a great score. You know, the the I remember the day I broke 200. I was pretty excited about it, but. Um, yeah, it's one of those type of things where, uh, you're right, Sam, that's, that's what I think is great about it. The other um, beautiful thing about that is that we now have the ability to do these leagues and how the leagues work is we just pick a game, whether it's a five player, 10 player, 20 player, uh, winner take all, whatever it is. And then we all play in these games and there's a leaderboard now that kind of gives us stats. It tells you who the best, um, the best player was or the best pickup and those type of things, which is really kind of cool. Um, and the other really nice thing is, for example, we had a 20-player league last week that didn't fill. Um, it gives us the opportunity to go back, so I moved that back to a 10-player. So you're not stuck with it. So now everybody that was in can be in again next week, and we can actually play for money. So we're going to have two different games going on. One is going to be top three players win, and the other is going to be a, a winner-take-all. I've had a lot of people say they – they hate it when the top three players win. They only want the winner to take all. And other people say they hate not even having any opportunity if they don't win at all. Um, so that was one of the things I really like. And um, in addition, these leaderboards seem to have a lot of information. Um, and so you said M. Borden was Mike from That's Eastwood? Mike from Eastwood. Mike from Eastwood. By way of New Hampshire. 156 points. He did great. Modes, he's back. He's back again. Modes is always in the top. Yeah, he's always right in there. So he was in second place. And Sam? In third place, and the the most valuable pick of that league was Spencer Ware with twenty nine points at fifty four hundred dollars. That's a good one. That's a great pick. I mean, it's a five point four four x value, which is almost unheard of. And Jared and Modes are the only two people to have them. Very good. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to we're, we're about to to finish up here. Yeah. We uh, have 
we're going to transition from uh, being fantasy degenerates to gambling to degenerates. Pick six. Um, so before we get into the return of the pick six, oh, and okay. welcome Sorry. Rick to the Rick's going to be picking all year with us, which is thank you. Oh, that's really awesome. Uh, the pick six this year. Is, well, let me first talk about the fact Jeff and I are also, if you can't get enough of our picks, we're also picking the college games every week. Uh, there are so many games, and there's so many good college games that what we're doing is we're, ta- we're picking the 10 best games or what we think are the 10 best games. Yeah. And uh, if you go to QSantasy.com on the website every week, you can follow along with our picks. You can take our advice or leave it. Uh, it's Jeff, myself, and uh, Kim Ann Maley, who joined us on the first show of the year. Uh, the three of us are picking. And, Jeff, I hate to say this. Kim, at, uh, we, we're 20, so we're 20 games into the season. Yeah. And Kim is in uh, first place at 11 and 9. You, you and I are at 10 and 10. Uh, Had said that if we did this podcast a week ago like planned, I was winning. So uh. You were winning after week <laughs> one. Um, you may have to adjust your strategy. I am going it, to do that it, today. It didn't do so well. Uh, we won't get into all the details, but you can go out to QSFantasy.com and read and follow along with our college picks and let us know if you think they're good or they stink or whatever. Uh Kim is leading the contest right now, and I, you know, I asked her, "Hey, you know, you're you're leading. Do you want? Do you have any words for the show tonight?" And she said, "No, not really. Let's." She said, "I'm not going to reveal too much this early in the season. I'll just let you guys wonder if I'm lucky or really good at this." Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I said, "Okay, fair enough." And she said, "I will say that uh, if there is some luck involved, I've I've done a lot better with uh, picking games than my Tinder shenanigans." And uh, if yeah. you listen to the season preview show, you know that we we got into online dating, bit. which a little bit we were we, we were too old to enjoy. Yeah, but, uh, but she certainly is now. Rick, I do. you were you were an original. I was. Dater. I was a pioneer. You, you're you you're an really, OT. You're really a pioneer. <laughs> One of the original sinners. I was. And, and uh, I took and advantage. <laughs> your, your perspective was in uh, 2007 ish was probably oh, I can't imagine little, what they have today. Probably it's a little different insane. than than uh girls looking to meet nice guys nowadays on, on uh you had to work hard not as it's not as easy as it is now but Na- now of, there's all these apps know. and so easy I, I can't imagine being on tinder just swiping here there and conversations yeah. like it'd be too much so in the old days of you know myspace and going way back yeah you kind of had was, to search for people did, you just I mean, what did you see do? a girl looks you good you'd be a real like, creeper back then yeah you, you know? did you, you didn't even know i'm like i don't know you but you know, <laughs> picture's fucking pretty good Let's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now if you if you put the effort in and i assume you weren't really looking for relationships so no if, of course if, but if, whatever happened to driving by somebody's house and peeping in their windows now yeah, we'd all we well, do is we swipe left and right you know <laughs> you know i was born 20 years early i'd be doing that too <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you but if you put the time in on uh MySpace and whatever else was. Yeah, it wasn't too much time because you know. Okay, so what? I would say I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, swiping left and right and that's easy. Two minute conversation, but it wasn't all that different back then either. MySpace, Facebook, uh, what else did I use? Match, Plenty of Fish. Now I like. Did you ever try Christian Mingle? No, I know. No, I I think think that's what Rick was. I don't know. I wasn't looking to mingle with churches. No, no. No, I think you know. I think that was like sixty bucks a month too. Oh yeah, yeah. The only one I ever paid for was Match. It was like what about what about OK Cupid? No, that's, that wasn't even around when I was. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that was in. I don't. I never used it, but I. Think I just, it was just watched. Barely there's this, being on the there's this new web series. I think it was on HBO or Showtime or something like this, and it does all these little shorts. 
and it had this uh, it was like an eight minute show and it was about this guy that found a girl on okay cupid and he's in he's in his <laughs> in his uh, apartment with her for like two weeks banging her all week having a you know having a great week sounds she, a lot like one of the she guys finds, in the THPL she, she, league but. she finds the pot <laughs> she finds the pot that he's got like stashed at his door that he bought like a like a year ago and she Teen smokes wolf. it all yeah. and, and he goes she's she's like oh well, you go out get us some food and this and that and he gives her money and then I uh, said, well, you can order some, some more pot since they're in New York City. So they, the, the pot guy shows up with a, with a thing, and he's telling this guy about it. He goes, oh, man, this girl's out. She's you know, getting us breakfast, but you you got to see her. She's, she's great. You know, she's, she's been here all week. I think she's the one. I think she's the one. And he looks at it, and he goes, oh, no. He goes, did you find her on OkCupid? He goes, yeah, my buddy just hung out with her for the last two weeks. She's homeless. Oh, <laughs> and wow. she goes around and all these things. Oh. And all this stuff. Was a, that was my OK Cupid story. Wow. Yeah. What's, her, what's her screen name? <laughs> <laughs> now, for research purposes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, Rick, when, when you, like you said, when you were pioneering online dating in the uh, central New York area, how far would you, like, how far would you look? Um, limited to Syracuse? Yeah, probably like an hour out, maybe. Hour like, radius away? Yeah, and maybe so, like... Uh, Watertown, Utica. Okay. Little Fulton. Little Cortland ashes. <laughs> definitely Cortland, definitely Fulton. Were so, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so if you found a, a, a nice young girl that was ready, willing, and able, the radius was How does that conversation an hour go? Away was, was not Surprisingly, some of those conversations are short. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. short. Some are a week, some are three days, okay. some are, you know, whatever. Now, do you, how much time? Would you invest in not uh, very much in, in these conversations? So if so if it's a week of of chatting on match and it's going nowhere, you you're, can you're you can you can tell at some point. Are you just like yeah. enough of the chit chat? Yeah, you know, you know what's <laughs> going <laughs> on. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I figured match was like it was like thirty bucks a month at that point. So it's like wow. for thirty oh, really? bucks a month, it, there better be at least one night of something. Say, something. No, no, one, one night. I would say you get you get three in a month. That's ten dollars <laughs> per girl. A lot cheaper than a hooker. I was gonna say yeah, that's that's not a bad deal anyways. That's value. You want to talk I about went through a lot of dollar bills in a lot We're talking <laughs> fantasy value. <laughs> that's that's value. Line up ten dollars. Line up value. Yeah, for sure. So you know, three three a month is that's you're doing well. Like, that's that's worth the subscription. That's great. See now this is just that was a little higher quality. So you so it was like you're a match. You're paying these other girls are paying <laughs> usually. That always seemed to me the highest quality. Okay. Now what happens? The free places. What happens when you've uh, seen Matt? Uh, hung out with uh, one of these, one of these young women, and then you, see, and then their profile comes up again on Match when you're looking to move on to the next. You just uh, that's some. Is that ever? Oh, it, oh, it definitely happens. And then you're like, oh, I haven't seen this girl. You know, we haven't talked since then. It's been three weeks, but I see her online right now. Yeah. So she's still looking around. Are, like, were there ever any repeats? Hey, oh I'm yeah, of course. Met up with you uh, here. I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah. Does that even work? Sometimes it depends. It's more of a disappointment usually than, than okay. not. Yeah. So, okay. Very you good. walk away. Not disappoint. I mean, it's great, but you know, you leave and you're like, eh, that's enough of that. Oh, interesting. No yeah. Yeah. For so, the most part. Yeah. So There's I think some, we've. Yeah. Weird. So I think here at the QSFantasy.com podcast, we have, have uh, I think we can say we've closed the book on girls versus guys perspective sure. on online dating. We run in the these, gamut. In these here. first two I, yeah. I think uh, here. who was on the other week? Kim? That was Kim, Kim talking about her tindering. Yeah, I. I she we were wondering if the left and right swiping was more like, does she spend more time doing that than making? She's looking a for established men, right? She, established, yes, that's was right. The that word. Was no, that's the word. That, yeah. that's guys yeah, aren't she, really looking for established women. <laughs> 
No. Usually we're looking no. for non-established ones that can stand up so, like established uh, in that way. But yeah, most of them are you know. What Rick was looking for versus Kim is just a totally different set of adjectives. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Most of them are working at like uh, McDonald's or Target or. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Interesting. They're not not career women. So I usually what you do. They get for. discounts at McDonald's though, because that would be huge. <laughs> Uh, I mean, a little double quarter pounder with cheese. I mean, no, I, think I, know, I never got it. I never got a discount. Oh man! I didn't think if I ever like profited in any other way off of that, but no, nothing. I can't think of any. No Big Macs, nothing. <laughs> okay, good. Met a girl in Denny's parking lot. Denny's. Okay, <laughs> that's just a meeting spot. Sam, the old, you're a big fan. Am I going? Was, the old tip. Was it Denny's? you, Sam? This telling? No, no, no. It was a. Uh, wait, was it? No, it was Seventh North. Oh, oh so okay. Yeah. Now you were telling me you're a fan of the Carlos Denny's. Is that a huge fan of the yeah. Carlos Denny's? That was a great. I got shot at it at that Denny's. No, that's the Tip Hill one you're talking about. The Tip Hill one. Oh yeah, yeah that, that was one. when there were like Camilla, six like, cops Rick, in there. Rick, everybody's been shot at that. The Camillus <laughs> one's very. No, the Camillus one that is one's very gone. Yeah. family the, friendly. The West Tennessee yes, one shut down. But the, no more. the one that, that was got shut down, it got to the point where that was sketchy. There were like six city cops in there every Friday and Saturday night at bar time from. Anytime past oh, yeah. midnight till like 4 a.m. Yeah. And I guess that's why they had to shut down because the city went to them and said, you have to pay yeah. for the cost of all these cops and their overtimes and the salaries. Yeah. Denny's does well in the suburbs. It does not do well in inner city at all. But that wasn't, wasn't even... Uh, that's, yeah, I don't know how it got that bad. Well, it's right up, that, well, that was the suburbs for the inner city. People. I guess it was. Okay, yeah. I guess Tip Hill is, Tip Hill is the suburbs for the city. Yeah, right? it's just like, it's just right on the edge. It's the closest edge. Denny's yeah, to the inner city. It's right on the edge yeah. there. Like, it's the gateway to Tip Hill, right was, where Rosie's is, yeah. which Rosie's a big, uh, you know. Oh, I loved, even though I was never a big Rosie's fan, I loved the fact that the walk to Denny's was literally across right. the street. Oh, that was nice. There were times where I was hungry. If you've been out drinking like all day, yeah. there are times I was hungry at eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went to got round got a couple people that were hungry. Went to then Denny's went for back, breakfast yeah. and went back for another hour or so sure, of bar time sure. at Rosie's. That was a great. Yeah, setup. we used to do the quick cup. Was our uh, quick our, right if there you too. could ever get yeah. in? There's like four That's four the tables. Problem, in the four place. tables. Yeah. And, yeah, and you have to go down that creepy basement if you want to go to the bathroom. And uh, Ooh, I've never, I've never oh, you never went down the basement. Oh yeah, yeah, it was scary. You got to go down this long set of stairs and it's creepy. Quick cup's still there, still in business. I think. I think it is, yeah. I think yeah. you can go there. Yeah, Denny's yeah. closed just they have as very I limited there. hours. Oh, that was just when you moved there. It was there. just when I moved oh, there. Oh, that closed. sucks. Yeah, it was terrible. Oh, that's mm. too bad. It's yeah. I'm sad when I drive by there on Tip Hill and that Denny's is still just closed. No way. Uh, nobody believe. everybody's afraid to open anything up in that spot. You know? Which is too bad. And then they get in great, they yeah, got in trouble. It's a great spot. They got in trouble for a bunch of uh, uh harassment or uh, uh was it uh racial profiling and some different things like that. They had some lawsuits against us, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the positive. I can see. I was gonna say I can see how. You know. That's why. Uh, that's uh, why the gunshots uh, were uh, were fired. A middle aged Caucasian guy. Yeah, you know, we I thought it was fireworks going off. <laughs> Sitting there with a five hour nap and Peter Kirk work there. Nice. Mm-hmm. We that's thought there was fireworks going off, but no. <laughs> no, it was not. It was not that's, fireworks. Uh, it's too bad that that's closed because now an entire, really an entire generation of, of, of Syracuse Tip Hill oh. residents. Have have not experienced the no. 3 a.m. Tip Hill Denny's. No. Hopefully no. it comes back someday. Okay, I don't know how we got on that. Let's no, long great. tangent. That's great. So let's uh, we, we do the tangents here. Let's uh, let's finish up with some pick six. Uh, like I said, Rick is joining us this year. He's in studio uh, today. We might have to bring Rick back before the Please. next Giants Cowboys game. Um, this uh, has been bring really me good. in with like a Bills fan. Oh, we, we could do that. We did. We bring we, me in with, maybe a Bills with Kevin. Fan. We might have to do that. Kevin um, is one of our is Kevin, uh, one of our favorite. Uh, Kevin from Onondaga Hill. No, Kevin, Kevin from Camillus. Kevin, Kevin from Camillus. Camillus. Yeah. Kim Kim. Parker. About George from Dewitt. 
George from Duet is a is a strong possibility, but no whining about the Bills injuries. I saw Bill right. from uh, Bill from Tip Hill uh, at Lowe's the other day. By the way, so. William from Tip Hill. <laughs> William. From William. Tip Hill, William. Right. Was, William. It, was it? We Lowe's? talked about. We talked about this. one thing we had not mentioned is that fantastic party. By the way, I know I, I'm not going to get into a lot of detail, but I just want to say it was. It was a lot of fun, and I had a great time, and I was very, very happy to be proud uh, if, part of that. If you've ever heard about the Tipperary Hill, speaking of Tip Hill, if you've ever heard about the Tipperary Hill Premier League draft, it's everything you've heard and more. Jeff can and much test. more. And, okay, and I'm sworn uh, to secrecy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get on to our pick six. So Rick yes, joins us this year. He's it. gonna uh, he's in studio tonight, but we'll be making the picks with us all throughout the rest of the season. And then we're also joined by uh, Kevin from Camillus comes back. Uh, played with us in this game last year and then we also have uh two of our other uh analysts that have been on uh over the course of last year and this year and that's uh Peyton and uh and Kim Peyton the bartender Peyton she is Peyton the bartender so good buddies right uh, yes Yes, absolutely that's correct still Peyton is uh she's still there and and Peyton's the Peyton is just saw her on Sunday she was working Sunday Peyton's the best bartender in Camillus yeah she is Ryan was the best bartender he's, in Syracuse, but he's retired. He's retired. Peyton is the best bartender in Camillus, maybe competing for best bartender in Syracuse now. Um, okay. That's only because it's the bar that we go to all the time, of course. No, but she's great. She's, she hasn't got flair or any of that stuff, but that's okay. Um, okay, <laughs> so let's start out. Uh, we do the Bills game every week, so yeah, we, have we, to. We, didn't, we didn't get around to oh. a Bills minute this week. I guess there's just not enough content to fill, huh? There's about no, 10 no, seconds no. of Bills I didn't content. Want to bring, I didn't want to bring, yeah, bring okay. them all down. It's about 10 seconds of offense <laughs> they had the whole game. All right, yeah, so, the yeah. Bills, so the Bills will try and rebound on Thursday Night Football. Jets at Bills. This line has been right around to pick them uh, the last couple of days. Rick, I'll let you go first. Jets or Bills? It's hard to believe that's even a pick them. Uh, Jets. Okay. Uh, Jeff, who you got? I'm going to take the home field for my boy, my 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 family, my friends, uh, my Buffalo fans. Uh, it, it's hard to do, but I'll take the home field advantage on that one. Okay. Uh, oh, this is you know it's tough because I the Jets it's went in there. Loss. Jets went in there the last game of the year last year and just had to win to get in the playoffs and blew it. Uh, there's a little bit of Rex. I don't know if the players even care about the whole Rex revenge factor. But I think I'm going to go – I'm going to side with Rick. I'm going to go with Jets. Jets are just okay. – Jets – just From better, a percentage better. standpoint, that helps me. They're not coached by Rex Ryan. So they're not coached by Rex pick. Ryan. Well, that is that's actually – can I change my pick? No. Okay, <laughs> next up we have a rematch of uh, one of the AFC wild cards last year. We have Kansas City Chiefs at Houston. Chiefs are – last time I looked, we're point. getting – a point. Let me just double uh, check on that. Says yeah. two here this morning, but Chiefs are. I'm logged in right now. Chiefs yeah, one. Chiefs plus one at Houston Texans. Rick, go ahead. That's tough. <laughs> That's I tough. Know. Oh Great. man, I uh, I got to take Houston. Really? Okay. Yeah, I'm rolling with the home gotta, field. I, I'm, I'm I, rolling I, home field with him. So you can I don't. I up. don't love it, but. I'm gonna take. God, KC. I would think that's the pick. You're taking KC with the point. Oh, okay. Taking KC. I think I that's a, do it. That's a. Uh, that's, that's that's gonna be a good game too. I got to do Houston. Okay. Like their offense. So you guys go better. Houston. I'm going KC. Uh, all right, Rick, your favorite. Wow, what are you? Dallas gonna, at Washington. Dallas getting no, two and a half. Oh, Dallas, of course. Okay. I've no question. I'm gonna stick with the home team I, and Dallas to go. I'll two. I'll pick against them if it's you know. If we're gonna win sense. something at the end of this, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. We'll, we'll, you'll get a gift. There's card. money on the line stuff. I can be. You'll, I can be clear headed. You'll get a 38 cent gift card. You'll be fine. <laughs> All right, I'll take that. It's 38 cents more uh, than I have. Right I'm now. gonna yeah. go with. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick with the home team and uh, stick with Washington. 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 
Okay, I am, uh, oh, this one's tough, but I'm going to go with Washington as well. Okay. I just, uh, the, the fact that they have the line? Because we want to see Dallas 0-2. Are they given three? It's two and a half. Oh, two and a half, okay. So the fact that it's less than three is what makes up my mind. Right. If, it, if it was the even three, I'd probably go Dallas and expect a push. But, okay, uh, another game of the week, Cincinnati, plus three. This is a no-brainer for me. Rick, since he at Pittsburgh. Uh, Pitt. Mm-hmm. Pitt. Chalk me up. Pitt. Home game. Chalk me up for Pitt. And they uh, look, I like they their offense a lot better, night. yeah. Um, Definitely. It's just, Home yeah. field. Do it. Roethlisberger, I, Brown. That's it. Yeah, I think we're all going to go Pittsburgh. Williams. Absolutely. Although, Cincinnati, that Cincinnati Jets game was really good last weekend. And they, Cincinnati they never around. show up in those big games. They're not going to show up this week either. Probably not, Probably. and I and it's kind of a it's kind of a. I've got to see it to believe it with them, right? You know, until until I don't think regular, they're a bad team. I think, I don't, but until I they regularly close, show up and win these kind of games, it's hard. No, to, they're not going to go into Pittsburgh and win on week two. No. Okay, uh, Green Bay oh. minus one as a road favorite at Minnesota. That's it. Sunday night football. Opening of the Vikings' new stadium. Uh, absolutely, take Green Bay. I, 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 I'm, I'm going with Rick on that, this. That one. line is insane. Yeah, that was my one. That's the only non-home team one? I'm taking. How, how are the Vikings going to score points? Hey, I'm with you guys. I'm taking Green Bay, but I'm going to add that I've lost a lot. Not a lot of money. I don't have much money, but I've lost my picks relatively a lot, a, lot. a lot over the last few years taking just automatically taking green bay minnesota beat them in that sunday night game last year to win the division um you know, now they know two people didn't didn't go with that that was know? sean hill and that was sam bradford <laughs> fair enough sam bradford that fucking uh, scumbag. there there was a couple of years ago nah, not maybe like three years ago when adrian peterson had the 2000 yard season right. and green bay and minnesota played a late I think week 16 game and uh, and Minnesota won mm-hmm. the day that he went over 2000. They just, the Vikings beat them outright more than you would expect them to do. Cause green Bay is always favored. And Turkey Slayer is obviously uh, very, very happy about that. I'm not down on their defense. I'm down on their offense. Big time. Defense, I, defense, I, defense. How can they, I, how could they outscore green Bay? I don't know. I, they, I, I don't, I, I, I don't they do it almost it. half the time over the last three, I don't four see years. It. Yeah. Um, okay, one more. We have uh, New Orleans. This opened at five. It's down to four and a half because everybody took New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans plus four and a half at New York Giants. Sam, I think you should go first on this one. Oh, I'm taking the Saints. I know you are. I'm going with the Giants just because you're doing that. Okay. What do you got, Rick? <laughs> I hope, Jeff, I'm doing I, Saints too. I knew you were. I, I know you were. I, I, I hope I, you're right. I, if I, I know, really I thought the Giants would win that game, I, I know I would take them. But, but I, I really. But they will. There's got, money on the line. Yeah, wide receiver. All, all bias goes all out up the window. Shit. <laughs> I know, I know. But no. Hey, listen. I, I like can't I said, I, 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 can't I, I picked Prescott for my uh, my quarterback last week, yeah. and so I'm able to do that. But that's new for me. I wasn't ever able to do that. Breeze looked good last week. Uh, their defense sucks, obviously, but yeah, they're just oh. gonna outscore him. Okay, very good. So we've got our picks in. They are in the official uh, QSFantasy.com spreadsheet. Yeah, uh, so absolutely. Peyton, Kim, and Kevin, I will uh, get your picks and punch them in, and we are off. We've got our six doing the pick six, and we'll we'll track how we do all season, and we'll try to 
hold ourselves accountable and uh, and and highlight where we were right and wrong, just like yeah. we're doing with the college picks. So, uh, Jeff, absolutely. I think that is a wrap for this week. Yeah, absolutely. I want to thank Rick, um, who not only has come in here and uh, you know brought us to a new level, which we appreciate. He's almost through two uh, two forties of old English. So Rick very, has done very, very well. impressive. I, I really, I, I miss this. It was de- delicious. <laughs> I miss the glass I do container. I'd love to just throw it out in the middle of the road. Yeah, that's I know. I wish we could go out through like make Maltel cocktails out of this, but now yeah. they're made of plastic. That's why. Just that's throw them off the porch into the street. I know. No, it was great. I do want to reiterate rate on the DFS games that we're um, really trying to fill them up early. We want to get everybody in early. We want to get as many people involved as we possibly can. Log on to QSFantasy.com and register, and you're going to get all our communications and and all of that good stuff. I saw so, a lot of new users come in over the past couple of weeks. You know what? I did, too. I, I saw I did a lot too. of new users really come exciting. in. Um, have some new followers on Twitter, uh, and and I've been watching the the counts, the the hit counts on our articles and podcasts and everything, and ev- everything's been up. Uh, don't be afraid. We say it all the time. Don't be af- if you're a new user. Don't be afraid to chime in. Hit us up on Twitter, whatever, and because uh, we'll we'll we're happy to include you. That's what we do here. Yeah, always so. looking for feedback and and trying to make the site has been really haven't done anything to it in the so last in year or so. We're gonna start. We're but kicking the, it up. Our college and, picks is fun. So. I think it's great. I think it's so, great. Uh, it's very exciting. So, okay, I think Very we can good. call it a wrap. Very good. Thanks again, Rick. Thanks, we appreciate Rick. Thank it. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. For the rest of your fantasy sports fix, please go to QsFantasy.com. Talk to you next week.